0: Hello everyone! Welcome to the Classic Gaming Podcast. Today's date is October 8th, 2016. This is episode number 67. I'm Robert Reed. more! There is Blake Corey. Hi! And we got Jay Todaro on the other end over here. Hi. Yeah, we're getting them from both ends. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Wait, yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. I love how you corrected that to make it say I am. Uh, nice, nice. Okay, so... I have a mission for this episode.
1: Oh god, under 4 hours?
0: Is that No, record? no, under <laughs> under um, let's say the see 40 mention 40 uses of the word like. Oh god, for you or for, for me who? and for me.
1: Oh, Jesus, you're fucked.
0: I'm fucked. I was cuz Blake you just, and
1: I should just spam say it to make you want to say it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't count if I say something along the lines of I like this game. oh yeah but it uh, was like when this happened (laughs) someone uh obviously you guys i'm sure you guys remember someone said in the last episode that they counted and i did like 101 times one and i was re-listening to that episode and i was paying attention to it at one point and i literally said like i think it was about 20 times in four minutes
1: holy shit dude yeah, we need to have an intervention. Exactly, like now. that's what that's
0: that. <laughs> that's the idea. So if if you catch me, then like verbally abuse me.
1: Oh, jeez, you don't have to tell me twice, baby. <laughs> so
0: uh, you guys doing all right? Blake has had some unfortunate yeah. uh, events come up. He got sick and also got in a super killer car wreck. But you're okay, Blake. Um, mostly, mostly.
2: I'll probably so, be quiet, more quiet than most of the episode. Um I got in a car accident, Jamie. Yeah,
1: I know, chief, but the the, <laughs> the results of it, what what
2: Um like I'm okay. Uh Becca had to get uh, seven staples in her head Jesus. and that was the worst that came of it aside from of course the car being totaled.
1: What what we're was both the actual relatively okay? What was the actual crash like?
2: Um we were taking a left turn and We'd, I don't know exactly what happened. I was on my phone at the time. I was in the passenger seat, and uh, we were taking a left turn, and we were a little ways into the left turn, and a car came through the intersection and hit us.
1: No shit. Yeah. And I think
2: they were going, like, full speed, 40 miles an hour, because it was a pretty rough impact.
1: I'm so sorry, dude. That's freaking rough. Was it just the two of you in the car?
2: Yeah. Nobody was uh, Nobody was killed. No No vehicular homicide or
0: anything like that.
1: Oh, you guys are such pussies. <laughs>
0: Come on. But we're glad you're okay, by the way. <laughs> thank you for that, Rob. I said
1: that. I said that. I just followed it up with. And then we're... you followed up with, but. <laughs> but at least I didn't say teenage. like. Could have been worse. We're very glad that.
2: have never been in the, like, a major car accident. It's basically the worst experience in the world.
1: Dude, it, how bad are the police is... with it? How fucking uh, bad are the police with it?
2: The police were fine. It's just like oh, uh, the impact and the experience of. A, a car accident is probably the worst thing you can
0: go through.
1: Jesus.
0: Yeah. I've been in a couple like kind of bad ones, but none where I actually got injured or really where anybody got injured or anything like that. Like I've gotten yeah, ones likewise. where like, I was surprised that nobody got injured, but I haven't been in. One yeah. Where somebody like, somebody got we married. were
2: super lucky to make it out as well as we did. So I'm pretty thankful for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, seriously. But uh, so, so Becca's doing fine, obviously besides like, I'm sure being yeah, in pain yeah. and She's heavy. has got a headache
2: that won't go away because, of Jeez. course.
0: Uh-huh.
2: But, uh, yeah. And I've got, like, really, really, really bad bruising. Like, super deep tissue bruising where you can't <laughs> see the bruise on the surface of the skin, but you can feel it down there. I actually, so the accident was, like, three days ago now, and I had bruises that didn't show up on my skin until this morning. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah, that was pretty weird. Um, aside from that, yeah, we're okay. I'm starting to get over those. I'm starting to get over my TwitchCon crud Oh right. I caught from visiting there.
0: How is TwitchCon? Uh, uh,
2: starting to, but you'll probably hear me clear my throat a few times tonight. And you, if you pay close attention, I bet you can hear the sound of the snot flapping in my throat. <laughs> no. That
1: is such a turn-on.
2: Yeah, right? Imagine how that would feel on you. Anyway.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's talk about SwitchCon. How about that? Uh, uh, all right, I guess. What was it? Was it good? How
2: was it? <laughs> it was all right. It was. It was mostly really good. A uh, very big improvement from last year. That's good. Uh, oh, in what ways? Tux. Uh bigger floor. It was a little bit better organized. Uh, there was just more stuff there. It felt like more of a convention rather than Twitch renting out a big that's floor and then just saying, yeah, I got you. All right, go there and hang out. Have fun. And yeah,
1: meet your favorite streamer.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like it felt like they actually put some effort into making it a convention this year where last year it didn't feel like that.
0: Well, thank you for going to represent the classic gaming podcast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was there.
0: Yeah. It was not much My of a pleasure. financial gain, but
1: whatever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, anything note, anything noteworthy? Oh, I got a uh, question the, for you. Uh, um, okay. What do you feel? How do you feel about the Amazon Prime thing? With Oh, uh, it's fucking really cool. It's yeah. one of the best things Twitch has ever done. So I guess we should, I guess probably not everybody knows what we're talking about. Yeah. Maybe I should back up a little bit. Th- this was announced at TwitchCon, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, if you're an Amazon Prime, well, you you probably know better how it works than I do. But if if you are an Amazon Prime member, then you can now subscribe to any Twitch streamer's channel, uh, one one per month for free. And it's, I mean, it doesn't like go away after a month. It's like, isn't that right? Like you can just you, they add up cumulative, but you can um, yeah, it doesn't
2: auto renew, but uh, it, you keep getting that free sub every thirty days or whatever
0: the time is. So 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 if like I'm so okay so if I subscribe so if I'm subscribed to you with, with Amazon Prime then after you that mo- then after, well I've I've already subscribed to him bitch I've been subscribed to him for what like 27 months now something like that yeah 20 uh, wow. something high 20 I've thought
1: about it for 27
0: months <laughs> <laughs> uh, So if I subscribe to your channel on Amazon Prime what after 1 month is up what happens then
2: um, your sub will get canceled, but like you, if you keep if you come back to my channel that day or in the next few days, you can use your Amazon Prime sub to resub to me. It'll count as a you'll get the um, two month resub notification. Okay, and uh, <clears throat> you'll still have to you'll you still won't be paying for anything.
0: Okay, but but I but then I cannot uh, also use it for like a second person, right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. it's just okay. I got you. So it's for one person, and you guys still get paid for those subs yeah
2: we still get the same amount as we would for a normal sub
0: okay good that's that was the main thing that i was wondering about
2: yeah that's what kind of shocked all of us it was like so people can sign up for amazon for free and then like they get the 30 month or 30 day free trial and then they can use a sub on our channel with
0: that that's i mean that's pretty cool yeah that is pretty cool awesome uh anything were you about to say something else is there anything else noteworthy from the uh my really there were
2: some cool indie games. I mean, I don't remember any a bunch of them off the top of my head, but there were quite a few that looked nice.
0: Okay.
2: Uh Y2K is supposed to be uh it's been compared to Earthbound by quite a few people. <laughs> really? It's a po- post-apocalyptic RPG, so uh, I've seen it at two different events now. I haven't gotten any time with it personally, but I've watched a decent amount of it. It looks uh I want to keep my eye on it. Okay.
0: Anything else? Jay, you got any awesome news or we want, we want to jump into actual mm, news?
1: No. pretty good.
0: Okay. Well, you know, we've been talking about the NES Mini a little bit. It's a little yeah. miniature baby Nintendo that comes preloaded with like 30 Nintendo ga- Oh, I said it. There's one. We need to keep track of this.
1: Oh, no. No, 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 no. We're not doing this.
0: <laughs> I'm marking it down. Hold on a second.
1: Oh, my God. You Come are on. cancer incarnate. Okay.
0: It comes with 30 like classic Nintendo games. <laughs> <laughs> and a few more details came out about it. It's going to have as you probably could have guessed, it's going to have save states. It's also going to have I think this I don't know if this part was new. It's got HDMI output, but what is new is that it's got it, it it's it's it It's it is actually upresing the images, which I guess really isn't surprising. So they don't look like shit. It's also going to have a CRT mode to where it looks like, where it like makes it. Oh, yeah, I, it I again. was actually
2: just about to ask about that.
0: Where it makes it That's look. really cool. I, I never, I've never, I don't know if I feel like it's cool. I mean, I know why I don't
2: personally do it, but I can totally see why people would want to because the pixel, the art of a lot of these old games is very specifically designed around the idea of having those CRT scan lines. So okay. there's like the way that we see it, it's a pixelated, like it's a bunch of boxes when you don't have the scan lines on there. But with the scan lines on, it ends up blurring those boxes and the images that they made, and it makes them look a lot more rounded. It makes them look normal, I guess you could say.
0: Okay. And that okay then then that makes this other part make a little bit more sense because what it's also going to have is uh, something called pixel perfect mode, which I didn't understand at first, but now that you say that I do understand it. It makes it to where each pixel is actually a block, so it's basically upresing it, and then keeping the pixels as block pixels.
2: Okay, interesting. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. What we've seen in a lot of indie, like there's so many people that lampoon indie artists for this. And I mean, to, deservedly so to a degree is that uh, they've gone the very simplified kind of route of doing a lot of pixel art stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And the reason that th- that stuff gets blasted on so hard so often is because while, yes, they're basing it off of the old 8-bit ideas of uh, how to design art for a game, they're not taking into account that we're not playing on CRT screens anymore. We don't have those kind of scan lines on there. that are distorting the images in a specific way. So instead, we have these blocky, ugly-looking messes for a lot of indie games where it just looks extra, extra, extra cheap, like there was no thought put into it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you, if you go back and you compare, like if you turn on the, like, say, CRT scan lines on an emulator nowadays, and compare that to what it looks like without that on there is a there's a huge world of difference and a lot of indie devs just don't give a shit about that sometimes which is sad because the art does suffer some especially if it's not well done art in the first place uh without those uh, crt scan lines on there
0: yeah that's, whatever. A good, that's a good point i i do like the in general the sort of indie retro style 8-bit pixel art but a lot of times they also do use it in ways in ways that really don't work i feel like sometimes they're either using it it, or it comes across sometimes like they're either using it as a shortcut or they're using it just for its own sake and not paying attention to also actually making it look good yeah whereas they're using it because it's like oh hey it's
2: 8-bit right so retro look at how look at that it looks like a nintendo game right The thing is, it doesn't look like what we remember Nintendo games looking like. Yeah. Unless your experience with Nintendo games is using Nestopia and emulators and shit like that.
0: Right.
1: Which is interesting because I feel like a lot of people that are interested in in buying this kind of stuff are going to not be upset, but be kind of confused that it doesn't look the same like they remember.
0: Well, I think it's, from what I've seen, it it, it looks pretty good.
1: Okay. I, I assume it looks good, like, in terms of quality, but I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Does, is it, do you think it's worth the the update? I mean, you can only do so much with these old games, obviously.
0: I mean, I'm not going to get one. I, could, I think there's a specific market for it. Mm. Obviously, people who don't play emulators and stuff like that. People who aren't like me and just like having the old consoles. But if you're yes. kind of like a more casual player, it's like, oh, cool. Like maybe somebody... Our age, who is who remembers who has fond memories of those old games, but doesn't like play them anymore. Mm -hmm. I could see someone thinking, you know, seeing this, and it and it coming across as something where they're thinking, okay, this is something cool where I can kind of play all these old games that I used to play when I was little.
1: Yeah, I can see that. And also, there's a lot of people who don't want to spend the time or or money like to buy the old games on old system too. So I guess that makes a lot of sense.
0: I think it's for people who don't really actively play a lot of old games right Mm -hmm. now because the people who are doing that are already doing it in other ways. Anyway, along those same lines, they also have announced the mini Famicom, which sadly is not coming, is only coming to Japan. Hmm. Y'all haven't seen this. Have you? It looks pretty awesome here. I'll put it in our, I'm putting it in our Skype chat. Oh, you put a Skype chat? Damn, I gotta
1: open Skype, hold on. I closed it after I DC'd.
0: Oh, okay. Anyway, it looks awesome. (laughs) Of course, just like the mini NES, it's a mini Famicom. And it has mostly the same games. I think it's got a few, like four or five different games from what the mini NES has. But that's coming to Japan. And then. This isn't really classic gaming news but it sort of is and actually we're also a little bit late on this cuz this was this came out before the last episode. But have you guys heard of this game Abduction? No. It's made by the people who made Mist. And it's a mist-like game where you're kind of exploring and doing puzzles in this place where you really don't know what's going on and my understanding is there's very little little uh, character interaction. It actually looks really awesome, um, and it seems to follow along the lines of of it. Really seems to do all of the same things that Miss did, except in a very different type of setting. It, my understanding is it's more of an alien like atmosphere that you're in or environment that you're in, and all of the uh, all of the like I haven't read much because I want to buy this game and I don't want to. I really don't want to spoil anything. But I was re- just reading some of the reviews on GOG, and everything is like. Oh, this is so awesome! I'm walking around and I have no idea what's going on or what I'm supposed to do. Is <laughs> this is exactly what I want? So it really sounds just like Mist, where it's where you're walking around and you have no clue what's going on, but the environment and the puzzles are and stuff are interesting enough to make you. Is having developer... a hard
1: time getting hyped for that? <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that. Is the developer someone credible?
0: Yeah, they're yeah, the, they're they're the same people who made Mist.
1: Oh, okay. I, I thought you okay. I wasn't sure. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh Blake, are you a you never were a mist fan, were you? No, but I wanted to try it out when I was younger. It, okay. it, it
2: was like a game. It just looked like it had that ooh factor going for you, you know. Sure. It was fun At to watch like the uh, pictures of it and shit. Uh but I never got around to playing it. Uh it but it's one of those old kind of like puzzle adventures sort of games. But not in the same vein as a lot of like the LucasArts ones, et cetera, where it's very narrative driven, right? Right.
0: Yeah, exactly. Very different. Like I said, there's very little character interaction. There are very, there's, there are very, there's only, there's, there's almost not any characters. I, I don't, won't really go any deeper into it than that besides you. And it's all first person and you're walking around doing things. Yeah. Very, very different from the LucasArts games. But it is a, it is a point and click puzzle adventure game. Anyway. Abduction, like I said, it's very similar in many ways. It seems like, but it, but also, a very different setting. It looks really awesome. I really want to play it, but I've been playing a lot of other stuff lately.
1: You yeah, have feel slut.
0: <laughs> Last thing is, we have, you know how Origin does their free game every now and then. That they that free.
1: You have to sell your soul by using their download. Well, yeah, you have to use the word.
0: <laughs> yeah, orange. someone
2: actually mentioned in my chat the other day that uh, one was getting released like
0: yesterday or today. Which one was it? It is Dungeon Keeper. Oh, oh really? Yeah. The original yeah. one. Yeah, the, the the yeah the not the real not the not the not uh, the EA garbage not the EA garbage, but the actual one.
1: I'm actually buying that. I'm, I'm gonna for my brother for Christmas for my uh, younger brother. Him and I played a lot of Dungeon Keeper. I'm buying him a um, an account for GOG with that and a couple of the like, select games that we played.
0: Oh, that's awesome!
1: Yeah, I think he's really gonna be happy about it because he's like been saying like he he plays Heroes of Might Magic with me all the time and like we love playing like old school games. So I'm gonna fucking buy that for him.
0: That's a really good idea.
1: I know, dude. I was like, oh, dude, I can't wait to give this to him. He's gonna be so happy.
0: I I suck ass at buying people presents and like coming up with. The so do I. Ninety
1: nine percent of the time, so do I. But this is like. I realized that. I was like, my brother's like, impossible to buy stuff for, too. He's, like, the type of person where you're, like, what do you want? I don't know. And then when you yeah. don't get – when you just get him, like, whatever, he's, like, why didn't you get me this? Like, <laughs> fuck yourself. Like,
0: <laughs> that's, like – shit stain. That's kind of, like, I'm pretty much the same way as that. And my dad is the worst because yeah, – I doubt you complain. Well, no. I don't, yeah, I don't complain. But also my dad, he, like, anything he wants, he just, like, buys for himself. So,
1: yeah see i'm the same way I, I don't i don't spend money very often so i like when i do i usually like, get stuff that i need and, uh-huh. like you know if i really really want something i'll get it so yeah. when it comes to that i'm like I, I don't know i don't really need anything like
0: yeah what do you want from me
1: clothes <laughs> shoes
0: yeah okay so, so so that should be going on for the next month i believe so when you're listening to this episode, you should have time to go and grab it. You got to go on to Origin to get it. And unfortunately, you have to use their client. But <laughs> if you want to play Dungeon Keeper free, then... Uh... You do that
1: like a car salesman. You were like, you have to download the user. <laughs> but you get to play it for free, so...
0: So what are you waiting for? All right, it's time to talk answer. about... time <laughs> to talk about games. Who should go first this time?
1: Oh, I think Blake expressed you wanted to go first in chat earlier. (laughs) Oh, you knew. Damn.
0: He always... Blake always put... Jay always nominates Blake to go first. Uh,
1: Because it's funny.
0: Blake, do you want (laughs) to go first?
1: He's sick. He's bleeding out in his own home Do we need to give you a minute, Uh, Blake?
2: And I'm still here for you guys. That's how much...
0: Dedication I have, all right. Yeah, I,
1: I totally imagine you're here for us right now. How about we let you
0: go first, so that way you can I'm take here a for break. All the <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, don't ever say that again, please. <laughs> That's awful. Like I'm actually like so gross right now.
2: Good. Uh, I'll teach you to run your fucking bitch mouth,
0: Robert. Yeah. What,
1: <laughs> HR complaint.
0: Boys, boys. Sexual harassment.
1: My boss called me an idiot this week, and when I told her I was going to go to HR, she goes, Do it. You won't. HR no won't balls. even care. <laughs> yeah, that's not- I was like, what the fuck? Who are you? I was like, what are you, a fucking 4chan over here? <laughs> She's like this 40-year-old lady from fucking... Um, Jesus. Fuck, I can't think of the country. But like some super far away country. I was like, who are you? Detroit. No, no. Country, not state. And that's racist.
0: State. Come on. Detroit's a city.
1: Oh, sorry. Well, I said country, and Robert said Detroit, so go fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah, the difference was I was joking. Oh, my God. Blake, why don't you go So I'm first... playing Final Fantasy XII International Zodiac
2: Job System version Thank again. Thank you.
0: Thank okay, you. Again.
2: Uh, on my second playthrough, I've been doing different jobs. I don't have that much to say about it right now. I, uh, I've been having a lot of fun with it again. This might be my third favorite Final Fantasy game. Wow.
1: It's I that know. much better? Like after it's the, such the international? a such
2: a fucking superior version. You, it's ridiculous.
1: That's so crazy. Like uh, that makes me want to play it.
2: I think part of it for me is that like I'm streaming it, so a lot of the like I set up gambits. I put the game on fast fast forward. I walk around. I'm killing stuff while I get to the next story destination or the destination for my hunt or whatever. And I'm sitting there reading chat and talking with people. And oh, stuff. it's like it's a perfect awesome streaming game. It really is sometimes. Yeah. Um, I, so far, the only major complaint I've had is, uh, I complained about it last time, bosses making themselves immune to certain types of damage is really a fucking stupid mechanic.
1: Do they do it mid-fight, or do they do it prior to engaging?
2: They do it mid-fight. So, uh, the big one that comes to mind for me is the Trickster, which is a giant white chocobo that is semi-invisible. Uh, once you get it below, I believe, half health, it activates the paling effect, and the paling effect for him gives him immunity to physical damage and then it'll wear off after like 2 minutes yeah complete immunity to physical damage so you have to kill him with magic attacks
1: Oh, it's really is there a judge judge that tells you (laughs) I was talking to somebody about the A2 the other day and I was talking about how garbage that is no physical attacks I have a team of archers and rogues doesn't matter (laughs) yeah exactly
2: don't care I don't care do not use those weapons alright put them down Red card. That
1: shit sucks. Go buy
2: your character back. So yeah, um, that is my biggest complaint about the game by far. Once I get into some of the harder content, I've already experienced it some. Uh, One of the other problems that the game has, uh, I'm sure I talked about this last time as well, is that uh, your abilities or enemy abilities will keep a character locked into the current team. So normally you can swap characters out, but once you get into combat if that character is in the middle of being affected in some way by a spell. Like if there's an AoE cure that they were in the AoE for, and the cure is going to hit them. Oh, that's annoying. they ha- They're stuck in the team until that effect finishes. While that's happening, there can be another effect from the boss, for example, that's getting charged up. And then once that fires off, they're stuck in the team until that finishes its effect. I was thinking so this whole time, like, it goes 10, 20 seconds. It's so frustrating to deal with. Uh, those are easily the p- two biggest complaints of the game. Um, I also, on my playthrough that I'm doing on stream, I just got to the point where uh, the story actually starts to pick up and it starts to get fairly interesting, where mm-hmm. the political situation is kind of coming to a head. Uh, the pawns are being moved. Characters are making their moves for their positions, etc and uh it's actually a fun story it's just impossible to keep up with because there's about 10 hours of side side content side content between every major main uh plot line jesus
1: christ i'll say that three times fast i tried to
2: (laughs) i tried to say it one time slow and i couldn't even make it through that
1: the the intro (laughs) to that game is really fucking good like the way it starts but then you get dropped with that kid and you're like what happened to all the cool characters and that dude's brother? And like, you're just kind of like, what the fuck happened?
2: Yeah, they and as, as, Fucking every time I play through the game, because I'm going to play through it one more time next year, uh, once the Zodiac Age edition comes out. I'm going to play through it then, and I'm going to pay attention to all the scenes again, because I'm doing it here, and every scene that though that Vaughn <sighs> and Penelope have lines in, you can literally remove them from the scene. And either <sighs> or the scene is...
1: <laughs> it's an embarrassment. Like, uh it's so fucking dumb, dude.
2: I've got it. So see. anyway, that's about it for FF12 for now. I'll probably okay. talk about it a little bit more next our uh, next podcast. Well, we can't go on without discussing Fantasy Final Fantasy. Fantasy. That is true. Well, uh, I know that Final Fantasy 13 is not part of the. It's not a retro game, but I'll probably also be talking about that just to cap off the whole series.
1: Fair enough. How close is it? It's got to be. Oh, it's still a while away. Never mind. It's 2009. Two years. Yeah. It's crazy how many games like are starting to come up that we can talk about in the podcast. I was like looking at it the other day. I'm like, holy yeah, it shit, is dude.
0: weird. Yeah,
2: a lot of PS3 games. It's like, oh yeah. my god, I can PS3, can't even PS3 even games.
0: Play no PS3, so
2: really? Well, yeah, Final Fantasy XIII was
0: on PS3. And, what, and when did that come out? Oh nine. Yep. Here's... But we said. But you said two, uh, that's. Oh, you say they're coming up. I that's think. three. Well, that's three years away. It's two and change away. Okay.
1: i gonna say more that shit's coming up more.
2: Yeah, no, that is is weird. We're getting to the point where a lot of the PS3 era
0: games, it's like, yeah, those are technically, those are retro. Holy shit, the first, damn it, I did not realize that the PS3 came out in 2006.
1: I know, isn't that freaking crazy?
0: The PS3 and (laughs) 360
2: lasted for like, what, eight years? Before we finally got new systems?
0: yeah that is game. that does not seem right.
1: I know and like there's so many old games that I want to play and it's like oh newer games are starting to come up. it's like uh, it's like ew, parameters of our podcast are kind of interesting now.
0: That's so weird. We need to have a I cutoff know. and say like
1: I-, I was gonna say maybe we should discuss this at some point
0: like pre has to be pre Xbox 360 ps3.
1: I am actually kind of thinking that as well to be honest cuz like I feel like those are too almost too new to talk about.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, we'll have to think about that. Uh, but at the same time, we like we like to keep things loose and easy going here. If you know like what I'm Robert's
1: saying? Dead.
0: Yeah. That's what I was going to say. All right, Blake, thank you for Final Fantasy 12. Jay, you want to go next? Sure. Well, you want me to take a second
1: here to pull up the i pulled the wiki 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 wikipedia page um so i was talking to robert about this before the the podcast blake um and to anybody who lives in the metropolitan area of phoenix in arizona uh i've been looking for old school arcades because it's not really a it wasn't really a big thing until the last couple years here and specifically i went to california like uh, probably eight years ago and i hung out with antonio and a bunch of his friends and we went to a lot of socal arcades and it was awesome they were really cool experience there were so many in the area you get to there's such a variety of games the people there are pretty cool and i was looking for something like that here and robert came out it was like two years ago robert
0: oh yeah, yeah i came think came so yeah 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 yeah
1: yeah and robert and i were looking around looking around i, I googled as much as i could i asked people I you knew, and everybody's like nope there's no arcades the only thing is dave and busters which if you ever been to dave and busters is not a fucking arcade it's like an adult uh what do you call it chuck e cheese like it's just it's like chuck e cheese with more alcohol like it's just there, there's not a good good it, amount of games. A lot of it's just like, you know, skee-ball, pinball, or not pinball, air hockey.
0: It's that and, um, like, the dancing games and yeah. Guitar Hero and then um, mobile games turned into arcade games.
1: Yeah, which was, like and remember we we found there was this one section we found at Dave and Buster's where they had like three old school games yes. it was like do you remember that Robert it was like yep. Pac-Man Tetris and something and yeah. the the my me and Robert were so close together because they put it in like this like almost like under a loft or something like <laughs> it was like underneath the staircase it's like you were Harry you were in the Harry Potter closet to play <laughs> these games and and we were sitting on remember the chairs we had were garbanzo beans and the controllers <laughs> barely worked it was just it was just so frustrating but recently one of my coworkers um, he was we were talking about old school games. I was telling him about the podcast, and he was like, "Oh, well, this new arcade is open." And I was like, "Oh, you know, Dave and Buster's." Like, you know, he's like, "No, it's called uh, I think it's called Starfighter." And I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, tell me about it." And what it is is they they rented out like an office complex, uh, like just one portion of it, and they just. These guys apparently you told me the backstory on is like these three or four dudes had all these arcade systems in their house. They were working on fixing them, and they were running out of room. And so they wanted to buy a group storage place to put them all. And then they realized that they could put them so that people could use them and then charge people so they could make money back on them so these guys continuously buy new arcade systems rebuild them or fix them up and then put them in this this place called starfighter and you can play them and it's ten dollars for they're open like 12 hours a week or something but it's like 10 bucks and you can play as long as you want
0: they're open 12 hours a week yeah
1: it's like it's like four hour blocks friday saturday sunday they're open from like seven to eleven friday saturday sunday yeah, I I don't, I, I, think, I don't think they make any money off of it. I imagine they're probably breaking even. Okay. But it's, it's weird. like Based on their social media and stuff like that, they seem like they're doing really well. So I don't know. I don't know all the specifics of it, but these three, three or four dudes or whatever, big enthusiasts, so they opened this place up. And Lisa and I have been talking about going for a while, and we went uh, last weekend. And it was awesome. Like There was probably 50 to 100 titles. Uh, they had some DDR and Guitar Hero kind of off to the side. They mainly had old-school arcades, pinball machines... And a bunch of like the racing games, you know, like the um, the ones where you can play against other people.
0: Where you like sitting uh, in the racing seat and steering and stuff? Is that what you're talking about? Exactly.
1: Okay. Yeah, they had some of the water ones as well. And it was really, really cool. And most, uh, oh, you know, this is the crazy thing. So, you know, like you go to old arcades or like you go to arcades, and what would you say, like maybe 60 to 70% of the games are working and like 30% of them are, are out of order yeah, or yeah. currently under main? 100% of them are working. That's pretty 100% true. of them. Yeah, and the other thing that was cool is is they had this side room. I, the guy, this guy at my work was talking about where they show what they're currently working on, what titles they're releasing next. So they have oh, like nice. the new arcade systems, and uh, it was it was awesome. I was like, this is such a cool place, and um, it was kind of hard to find, and the, it, which was a little frustrating. I, I feel kind of bad for them that they don't really represent it better, um, and their social media is not bad, but I think they could do do a better job with it. Anyways, that being said, again, place is Starfighter. Um, for those who live live in Arizona, there's two other locations, or there's two other. I don't know if they're owned by the same guys, but they they have two more. One is in Phoenix, like the heart of Phoenix, and then the other one I believe is in uh, Tempe-ish area. Okay. So if you live in Arizona, check them out. They're they're pretty easy to Google. I found them uh, pretty quick.
0: It's called. Uh, but Wally's it's called what?
1: The the one I went to is called Starfighter. The other two have different names. I don't know what the other two are. I haven't been there yet. Um, but I f- believe if you go to Starfighter Facebook, you can find the other two listed on there. Just do
0: Google for video games, Arizona. Yeah.
1: Something that'll, like that. You'll get... find it pretty quick. <laughs> video games, Arizona. Uh, so while we were there, uh, Lisa and I played a bunch of different games. Uh, we played gauntlet. They had like the original gauntlet system, which was pretty fun. Um, I was, I was telling Lisa about it and I was like, Oh, hopefully they have this. And sure enough, they had it. So I was really happy. Uh, but the game we actually, that I'm going to talk about today is golden Axe. Uh, oh, so shit. L- yeah, so at least I found Golden Axe, and I was like, oh, this looks pretty freaking dope. Um, so we played it, and we ended up beating the game um, just by just standing there for an extended period of time. Right. And my god, if we had to use coins for this game, we would have been dead. Like, <laughs> we we would have broke. Like We would have been on the streets at the end of this.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> so this game came out in 89 for, I believe the original was the Sega. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Um, and so it's it, it is is very, I mean, it. Is such an arcade game. It's unbelievable. It, it's like the old school, uh, up to four players. You have four different characters. Uh, you have a, a handful of buttons that you can use that do different uh, moves. You're very limited. Um, obviously, from '89, the, the you're. It says like you could do uh, on the the picture on the actual arcade system, so still like, oh, you can do is cool combos where you like jump and kick and do all this cool stuff. It was so hard to time the combos because <laughs> it just, the game was not, you know, mechanically advanced by any means. There was some cool stuff you could do where you could like double tap the control stick a direction and your character would charge that direction. And you could like, you know, knock somebody down and you could do some cool teamwork, stuff like that. Um, there were some pretty cool powerhouse moves you could do where like, your character, like, let's say you're facing to the right, uh, if you hit the two attack buttons at the same time, your character turns around and hits the other direction. So if somebody's coming up on you, you can kind of time it to prevent yourself from taking damage and deal a pretty critical hit to them. Um, for this the most is, part, this X. This is Golden
0: gold X 1, right? Yes, Okay.
1: the very first one. Uh, for the most part, the game was relatively easy-ish. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad, but there were definitely parts where in my head I was thinking this specific part is for a coin dump. They, they essentially wanted you to die oh, and, sure. and insert a bunch of coins. There was, like, one boss in particular that we were doing, and it was, like, it summoned a bunch of ads and it summoned, like, there was, like, two of the whatever it was. It was, like, these, like, big creatures. I don't I don't remember exactly what they were. But they would just stunlock you, in like, indefinitely. Like, you, they would just stunlock you. You die. You rez. Like, you, you have a certain amount of lives before you come back, and then you would use a new credit. You'd come back, and they would just stunlock you again. And it was, like, what <laughs> is this? Like, and, and if you charge them and try and knock them down, they would, like, turn and hit you before you could hit them it was, like, this really, like, kind of gimmicky stuff where there yeah. was very little play around. And it was, like, I, at this point, I was, like, this is a specific spot where they want you to dump a bunch of coins to get through. And right. there was, like, two points that I remember specifically um, that, that kind of happened, which I imagine on the Genesis, this must have been really frustrating. Because, obviously, you have a certain amount of continues, and then you're done. So I, I, I can't even imagine trying to do the, do this type of stuff. Uh, the characters really didn't have too much variance. There's a couple things that drop from mobs. They either drop uh, food, which just gives you health back, or they drop these potions. And you have, I think there's four slots a total of potions. And for each level of potion you have... You use an ability. So if you have one potion, it's like a slight AOE that does damage. If you have two potions, it uses both of them. You cannot choose, and it does another sort of AOE damage. Three potions, same thing. And four, it just completely eliminates the screen for the most part, except for like mini bosses and bosses. Yeah, and
0: the the so, effects are pretty cool, right? On those.
1: Yeah, it was actually visually those. really impressive. Like specifically, like everything else was it was okay. Some of the bosses had cool uh, visuals, but the potions, I was really impressed. Like for how old this game was, like they were actually pretty well done. It wasn't just, like, flashing, you know, seizure-causing lights. It was actually pretty good. Uh, So the strategy with the potions, for the most part, was you would use your potions and then pick one up. You don't want to store them up to four, for the most part, because four was, for the most part that I saw, just a complete overkill. It was just a waste of them. And when you needed them, you really needed them, and you never had them. So you had to be kind of... Smart about how you use them. Um, overall, boss mechanics nothing too complicated. You, it's just kind of you know swing, hit, miss, dodge some stuff. Um, yeah, I mean it, it was a pretty overall it was a pretty fun game. Um, like I said, there were some frustrating parts that were kind of coin dumps, mm-hmm. and the story was unbelievably basic. There was really not much to it. And right. It probably took us maybe an hour to beat.
0: I so you all did through. beat it.
1: Yeah, we beat it. But I mean, awesome. like I said, we had unlimited continues, so we were just
0: mashing oh right right um, um what character did you play as
1: i played as i want to play as the art or the, the dwarf but i uh-huh. got stuck with the the gorgeous barb uh, ken looking <laughs> dude
0: <laughs> who did lisa play as
1: she got the chick she did not want the chick the, d- the dwarf oh, i forgot
0: about this. the Sorry. dwarf i think is the best one i could be confusing this with golden axe too but i'm pretty sure he has like a lot better range like melee range with his axe than the other characters have
1: That'd be funny because he's so freaking tiny.
0: Yeah, he's so tiny, Um, but he's got the long-ass axe.
1: I forgot about this. There are mobs that are riding mounts, uh, like oh, these right. dragons. There's like three or four different types of dragons, and you can knock them off and take their dragons, and you can use the abilities. And they have like these ridiculously powerful attacks. Like they they breathe fire on the ground, and it just deals so much AOE damage. And if you're really good about kiting, you can um, you can completely decimate like enemies. Oh, the other thing I was talking about. I talked. I forget what game we were talking about recently. I said this as well. Uh, there's a really frustrating aspect of this game where enemies are coming in off the screen, you can't see them yet, and they will just annihilate you from the side of the screen. Like, they'll charge into you, or like hit oh, really? you off screen. Yeah, so you don't even see them coming. Specifically with the mounts, I noticed they, like, if you get on a mount their entire purpose in life is to dismount you. Like, there's no <laughs> question. They they will run at you, because they know how much I, uh, they don't know anything, but, you know, they obviously want to dismount you, because it's so, so powerful. Uh-huh. I was um,
0: I was thinking about maybe playing this game sometime soon, because this was like one of my favorite games growing up on Sega Genesis
1: oh there's actually six potion slots yeah it was it was pretty fun I actually was thinking about playing the rest of the series I hope they get like I was saying they keep adding new arcades I hope they add the the second and third one I wouldn't I wouldn't mind trying it at all
0: yeah I could be wrong uh, this might only be I don't think I played the third one but on either the first or the second maybe it was just the second because you're saying that they all had the same amount of slots some people had more potion slots than others like some like like I think the growth... I'm
1: looking at screenshots, I think you're right. Cause one of the guys are looking at six and one of them has four. I didn't really okay. pay attention to that too much, but yeah, I think that is actually something into it.
0: Yeah. So some of them have more and the ones who have more, you can fill it up and do and get spells that do like extra oh, okay. damage and stuff.
1: Yeah. I'm looking at one character has five, four. The other one has six. Yeah. I think, I think you're exactly right with
0: that. I remember whenever I used to I play up to six whenever I... I, mo- I mostly played this game with my dad, but I would play it with my sister sometimes. <laughs> And like whenever i played it with my yeah it was go next one cuz i remember whenever i played it with her if i was the character who had um like less magic slots you know only one person can pick up the potion obviously yep. i would be like oh let me go ahead and start getting the magic slots so i can just go ahead and fill mine up i need to get them first and but if i was the person with more i'd be like oh i need to go ahead and get these first because i've got more slots to fill so what you're <laughs> saying is you're a piece of shit i really was that's so funny <laughs> yeah that's cool. I'm glad you. I'm glad you played this game. I've never played the arcade version.
1: It was, it was really fun, and and I was like I was saying, um, in comparison to Dave and Buster's, the for the most part, the controllers, the sticks, the buttons all worked pretty damn well, which I was really happy about because that's it's like awesome. so frustrating if you're playing arcade games. And yeah, exactly.
0: There was this the the only time in at all recent time that I uh, have been to an arcade with actual classic arcade games. You know. Mm-hmm. was about three or maybe even four years ago in portland there i forgot I forgot what the name of it is, but there's this really good arcade there where they have a lot of classic where it's it's all just classic arcade games <clears throat> and I was there and it was this place like they took really good care of the stuff as we were there there were people going yeah, around same. and like cleaning and like cleaning them up and yeah stuff. cleaning yep. them up and stuff, and they had an upstairs purely or like ninety percent devoted to just pinball machines which i'm mm-hmm. i was never really a big pinball player so i didn't care too much Me about either. that but just that they had that was awesome but there's this one guy playing <laughs> street fighter 2 and this was at the same time that i had been playing a whole lot of uh, street oh, fighter 4 oh. <laughs> i walked up i felt so bad i was i was like hey man you want to play and uh because he was already playing and so, you know, if, if you're playing single player and somebody else comes up and beats you, then your game's over. And yep. you don't get to play anymore. He was playing. I was like, hey, you want to play? And he said, sure, whatever. And I put in a few quarters and just totally destroyed him. <laughs> and he goes, I'm done. And we'll just walk off. <laughs> Jesus, Robert. I felt really bad. I was like He probably was he went to play in traffic after that. Probably. I was way <laughs> to ruin his dreams,
2: man. I know.
0: Yeah. What the and fuck's wrong with you? I don't know. I actually I actually offered <laughs> I don't know. to I actually offered to like give him some quarters so he could play again. He was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> what
1: the hell's wrong with you?
0: I I felt pretty bad. That's for Like you were beating on a
2: little kid. What the fuck, man?
0: Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, but just, yeah, yeah. For the record, he was in his 20s definitely so it wasn't like an 8 year old i probably that wouldn't would have stopped you no that wouldn't have stopped that was about to say yeah it wouldn't have stopped me anyways all right cool so golden Axe, pretty pretty solid thumbs up then is what i'm hearing Pre-sale? from you pretty solid yeah it was pretty fun all right i played i went back to sega cd as you guys oh. remember i bought one of those recently and of course the first game i had to play was night trap the second <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> the second okay. that I had to play was what my it was my favorite Sega CD came what my my favorite Sega CD game Mike. when the console came out, which was Sewer Shark. Neither of y'all neither what I've was, never heard of this. You haven't heard of Sewer Shark? No, Oh Blake. Blake, you've heard of you've heard of Sewer work. Shark, right? I don't think so. Oh come on! My
1: internet's not working. There we go.
0: This was, I think it. If I don't, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it, um, it was packaged 92. with with the Sega CD for a while. I don't remember if I had a package. I probably got the version that came with it. But, I mean, it's the same version, but they also had a boxed version. <laughs> if you didn't get that one, so the it's a it is a ridiculous game. So Sewer Shark came out in 1992. It's a rail shooter. And it's absurd. So like most of the Sega CD games, especially at launch, it's full motion video. So everything you're looking at is actual, you know, video of people and, and like scenery moving around and stuff like that. You're, you're flying through sewers in this like spaceship looking thing, shooting mutant creatures in the sewers the and then, and then, and the whole time there's this guy that really is just like a he reminds me of the, of Bill Paxton's character in Aliens. He's just this kind of like off the rails very specific sort sense. of military dude that's just yelling at you the whole time. And it, the premise really does not make sense. So <laughs> you're you're um delivering you're, you're flying this thing through sewers to deliver a million pounds of tube steak. And- Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. What did you just say to me? <laughs> and, and this guy is uh, has apparently not not the military guy, but this other like sort of like businessman type guy. I it's it's like I think he's hired you to to deliver it to him, but nothing about it makes sense. Because so as you're going through the sewers, you get these cut scenes from time to time where he's talking to you. And if you don't do good enough, then he sends something to kill you and it just kills you automatically. Wow. But if you do do good enough, then at the end of the game, like you get to him and he knows that you're after him and he like, he's like running away from you. So it's like you, he doesn't he wants you to succeed, but he also doesn't want you to succeed depending on what you're doing. Like it makes no sense whatsoever. Um,
1: I got that from the start
0: of this. <laughs> you got that, from, yeah. You got that at Tube um, Yep. Thank you. So you're flying through the sewer. So you're flying through the th- through the sewers in this thing, and as I said, it's a rail shooter. So you're um, controlling like a reticle, like a crosshair on the screen. And when there's a some sort of mutant rat or something at, on like crawling around the edge of the sewer, as you're flying past, you're tr- you're trying to shoot it before you fly past it, and. As you're flying around, you're using up energy, and as you pass things, some of the creatures, not the rats, but some of the creatures later on, if you pass them, and you if if you miss them, and you don't shoot them, then when you fly past them, they hit you, and it takes away some of your energy. And it's not health, but it's energy that you have to use to shoot. And if you run out of energy, then you can't shoot anything, and then the next time you get the cutscene with this like businessman-type guy, he'll be like, Oh, you're not doing a good enough job. And he's what? like, yeah, because he's got, he's like, this is really, he's got this really like uh, stereotypical New York accent or oh, okay. something along those lines. And it's, it, I, I'm trying to compare him to something, but I can't find anything to compare him to. Um, I generally know what you mean. And he sends like a robot that just like comes and in instantly kills you. And uh, like a common theme in this game, but like all of the cutscenes <laughs> where you see him, they are absolutely ridiculous. Like at one minute he's like in his office, and then like the second, and then like he's like chain and he's like eating shitloads of ice cream or steak or something, and then he might go to like the beach, which is like right outside his office, and then he and then he's in his bathing suit, and then like on one cutscene, it's showing him with a head-on view with him riding a jet ski. With his wife on the back, and he's like yelling at you, telling you what you're supposed to be doing. It's just absolutely ridiculous. And so you're doing all this stuff. And the other mechanic of the game, besides just trying to shoot these creatures before you fly past them, is there's this like scouting robot that flies ahead of you, and he's got a redneck voice, and it'll be like, and he's telling you um, where he sees, where he's finding uh, the creatures that you're trying to kill. And he'll say something along the lines of, all right, I'm, I got some, uh, I can see some creatures up here at nine or six, 12. <laughs> uh, so the nine or six twelve, those are, he's using those like as directions. So that would be left down up. So what that means is you need to take the first left. You see followed by the first down. You see followed by the first up. You see, so you have to remember the directions that he gives you. And then turn at those times. Otherwise, they're not not 100% of the time, but there's a really good chance that you will get to a place where you run into a wall and you die. And okay. and then it's game over when you die. No second chances. So he'll be like, all right. I'm, and then like then you get those. He's like, all right, next critters up I see here, up at 12, 312. And then you just got to make sure you hit the right directions in the right order. And um, that's really awesome. All there is to the game. It's not. It's not a good game. It's kind of funny to watch. It's. It's like the the acting is way overacted and stupid. So that's that's kind of fun. Okay. Um.
1: I, I co- imagine a lot of the Sega CD games are like that. To be honest, I'm Especially sure
0: hundred percent of them are like that. Ugh. Um. There's this one part. The only other thing worth noting is there's this one part. I think it's about halfway through, or maybe a little past halfway through the game. It's not a really long game. I think it's about 30 or 45 minutes one play through. If you, if you, if you do it, of course you can't lose one time or else you have to start over. But if you, there's this one part where you stop for a second and the military guy who's been yelling at you the whole time. First of all, he's also, he's riding in the back seat the whole time, which doesn't make sense because he's the most experienced guy. You'd think he would just be the one driving, but no, he's, he's riding in the back seat. Of uh of your thing, and it's your first time to ever fly, so he's just putting his life in your hands totally. And so, one point in the game, he stops. He's like, "Oh, we got this new awesome gun. You got to try it out." Like while y'all are taking a break or whatever, and it shows it's like switches to a little camera shot of the gun. And if you don't press the shoot button right then, then you get a game over because he's like oh, you don't want to try out the new gun or something like that? He's like, oh, we clearly you're not good enough to, to do this. And then it's game What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you, what is this cancer? Yeah, I don't know. It, it reminded shit, me of Night Trap. We're at the beginning of the game where they're like, all right, let's get going. And, and it's like it's just a cutscene, so you're just waiting for the game to start but you mm-hmm. actually have to press start right then.
1: Yeah, we talk about it's, that.
0: It's, just this, it's the same thing, except this is like 60% of the way through the game where it happens, and you get an instant game over if you don't shoot. The, it's like at a wall. All it is is the gun's facing the wall, and he says, you got to shoot this, like, see how we can shoot through the wall. And then if you don't, then you get a game over. So, Holy crap, Sewer dude. Shark is pretty much exactly what I expected it to be going back. I remembered... Really, I remembered having, I remembered liking the game, but I also remembered it pretty clearly enough to where I to where I was thinking to myself beforehand, this probably isn't going to be very fun, and it was basically exactly what I expected it to be. So I'm glad that I I'm glad that I went and played it for nostalgia's sake and for seeing just how funny like the cutscenes and stuff are, but I can in no way recommend it because it's just not a good game. I would recommend watching like some videos on it or something though, because it's it's worth it just to check it out. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah,
1: Sega CD man it sounds like a really unique system.
0: See, that's a good way of putting it. Unique. Sega CD, yeah. <laughs> along with the 3DO, both have a lot of those really lame, uh, just FM, ridiculous titles. Just ridiculous titles. A lot of mm-hmm. a lot of FMV live action FMV. Um, That's mostly why I bought Sega CD recently, because I was like, this is going to be fun to just go back and see how stupid a lot of these games are. That's funny. So there's Sewer Shark for you. And I guess it's time to go on to our top threes for this week. Yeah? Cool. What do you guys say? I
1: say, what about breakfast at two? Sorry. <laughs> Whoa.
0: We're back from who, who our commercial you? break. Thanks to our you? sponsors.
1: Who's, who's our ad? Do you want to go through the lists? Steel series? List, um, yeah,
0: steel series, monster, energy. <laughs> uh, who else? Oh who wants to start off on the top threes? I can go first. Or you are wanna... we going to intro the top three so people know what the hell we're talking about? Oh, okay, we can do that. We can talk That's about an idea. About. We can talk about what we're doing for the top three. Like, I love your attitude.
1: It's just <laughs> my favorite part of everything in life. <laughs> I look forward to just you just berating Robert every week
2: <laughs> because he's such a shitty hoe. He's like, all
0: right, who's going first? First with what? That's why we only do this every other week. Cause I have to rebuild my confidence over two weeks to be able to do it. You again. know, Robert
1: drinks a lot just because of you, right? Yes. Oh, it's all right. I drink a lot because of me
2: too.
1: <laughs> I think about drinking a lot. Do you? No, not I don't think know. about
2: breakfast at Tiffany's.
1: Ah! Got you.
0: Brought it back. Full circle. That was a little. I was on the radio and that I was a little jamming forced.
1: out, driving home on Friday.
0: That was on the radio. Yeah, what? Um, one time. This is, I don't even know if this story's worth telling. Should I tell it? It's not really that good no. of a story. Okay. You want to move on? <laughs> yeah. You,
1: you ask it. You know what Blake's gonna say before you <laughs> fucking finish that sentence.
0: <laughs> I'll tell it real fast. Uh. <laughs> My, my dad, in high school, my dad had a Range Rover, and the shocks went out on it. It had hydraulic shocks. like I was automatically. that
2: was the end of the story. <laughs> automatically
0: adjustable <laughs> hydraulic shocks where you could raise it and lower it for if you're going off-road or whatever. But they went out totally for some reason. Oh my God. And uh, so the whole thing was just sitting on the tires. I mean, not literally, but it was as low as you could imagine it being. It was like the lowest setting where it's not even supposed to drive on it. It's just to let people into the car. Um, and so it looked absolutely ridiculous because it's an off-road vehicle. That's basically a low rider. And he asked me to take it to the shop for him. Cause for, I don't remember what reason. So I was driving it to the shop as I was driving it to the place to get it fixed, Lowrider came on the radio. So I (laughs) turned, so I rolled down all the windows and I was blasting Lowrider. Oh my God. Driving a Range Rover in Lowrider. How how
1: uncomfortable was driving on?
0: Oh, it hurt. Oh dude, it was was terrible. Every little bump you hit, it was like somebody just like jacking your spine.
1: That's so funny. That's exactly how I'd imagine it. Honestly.
0: Yeah. It sucked. Anyway, our top three for this week is bucket list games. This is thanks to Jeffrey who had thanks, Jeff. I- yeah, thanks Jeff who had the idea to do this. These are games we as usual so this is sort of a loosely defined top 3 bucket list games. I looked at them as games that you really want to play but are maybe obscure or difficult to get a hold of or something along those lines. But you oh, I in, you haven't found the time to play. Whoa whoa whoa!
1: Say that again because <clears> I <don't throat> know, actually I don't think I followed this guideline then.
0: But so primarily games that you want to play before you die that you have not had a chance to play.
1: Okay, that's that's what I went off of. Okay, okay, yeah. Cool. As long as that's what we're going to. As- and then I said the then, second part.
0: Especially if. It's difficult to find or to, okay. to get a hold of but, or whatever.
1: because I use emulators. It's it, there are very sure. few titles that I have any difficulty finding. So. Yeah,
0: that's that's kind of why I use the especially and not just make okay. that. Um, cool. Jay. Hi. Remember, remember, uh, remember, so remember.
1: number one or number three? Sorry. Hey, sorry. Number one. Uh, I want to play and beat Diablo One. Um, <laughs> I Ooh. yeah, yeah. I, I've gotten very close multiple times when I was younger, but I've never so beating been able it or to, to playing it. Playing it? Beating it. No, I played it. I Dude, played the
2: last floor or two is so Floors. fucking stupid. Yeah,
1: it's. Oh funny. my god. Very punishing game. When you die, all your shit drops, so you have to get back to your body, and just like it's Sonic. just. Yeah, with coins, I guess. But your stuff doesn't disappear. It just sits there until you get back, and it's, it's just, just like rough. Dark
0: Souls. Just like Dark Souls. I
1: actually haven't played Dark Souls. This is actually something I want to do eventually as well. but... Um, it's just like. Very um... punishing game. Oh my god, stop. I'm going to fucking. <laughs> fly to wherever the fuck you are and kill you. (laughs) Uh, um, But yeah, uh, very punishing game, very difficult. Uh, Scared the shit out of me as a kid, specifically like the Butcher and stuff. Mm, Fresh meat. Yeah, dude. Um, But yeah, really good game. Diablo 2 was obviously a really good game. 3 was terrible, so 1, I definitely would like to play and it's obviously, it's only single player. Correct? Correct, Uh, correct,
0: I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I've uh, never played it, but you I'm in Diablo
2: Multiplayer.
0: Diablo the first one? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that, actually. There, like, it had a big
2: PvP community for a while. One of my old friends used to do oh. a bunch of PvP on there. Except the Pv- the whole system for it was so fucked because it was so easy to hack in that game. Because oh, I yeah, all your is. characters are all saved uh, client-side. So it's super easy to get into the uh, information so for you your just... character and oh, just that makes modify sense. all your Good. shit. That's neat. <clears throat>
0: Isn't that neat? You're neat. Okay. I'm a neat guy. Well, that was a good one.
1: Thanks, bro. I'm glad you approve for once. <laughs> uh, shit. I'll
0: go second. How about that? Okay. Number three for me is Elite, the very original first Elite, which is for Commodore sixty four. I don't know if I would really have a fun time playing this, but that game was so, or it is so impressive for what it was able to do at the time. Create lots of general or procedurally generated planets, and then, you know, obviously with very limited uh, memory resources, and then have you fly around. Everything is rendered pretty fairly impressively for a game of this, of that time. Um, there, I'm just kind of blown away from what they were able to accomplish with that game for when it came out. It, it's a universe that you're exploring. I mean, it's basically, if you know what elite dangerous is the, the, the most recent version of elite, it's basically a very primitive version of that where you're doing the exact same things just with much, much, more primitive graphics but a lot of the gameplay is very much the same where you're flying around a whole galaxy going from planet to planet doing this and that um, again just with the technical limit- limitations they had at the time that seems crazy to me so I really want to play this game also awesome.
1: would you get an actual copy with the system or would you
0: I mean I don't know it, I this is my this is my number 3 because it's also the least likely one that I ever that I it's, it's the one that I'm the least likely ever to actually play. I would like to, I don't know. I've never really looked into it beside, I've never looked into how hard it would be to get a copy or if there are emulators with it. I'm sure there are. Um, but the, the way, I don't know how common this was at the time. I don't know a whole lot about the Commodore 64. So I don't know if this was a common thing or not, but listen to this, the way that the game loaded onto the computer was it came on a oh shit it came on a cassette tape and you put the cassette tape in a cassette tape player and i think there were other games that did this it wasn't the only one but i don't know if it was very common at all and then you hooked that up to the commodore 64 and it played like binary audio into the commodore 64 like beeps and blips basically to load the game into it, and then you got, and then you play the game after it had to listen to the entire cassette tape. That was like the compiled code.
1: That's kind of interesting.
0: It's kind of it's kind of crazy.
1: I actually didn't know that.
0: If you look up um, "computer file" or "computer file ph," not f, uh, one word. Do like a search for "computer file." Um, what's the fucking name of the game? Elite. Then they have a video on it that's really interesting, and it shows all about the game, and it shows a guy playing the audio with it hooked up to the Commodore 64, so it can load the game up. It's pretty crazy.
1: It's so actually kind of cool that it does that.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting to me. So that's my number three. Blake, what you got? Oh, you're done. Okay. <laughs>
1: wow, he is just up on your shit, Damn, man, Robert. dude. I think he, you need to put out more, Robert. I think the same, bro.
0: I've been working on it. Uh,
2: Yeah, what you need to do is work out. Oh! (laughs) Don't worry, me too. And probably Jay. Whoa,
1: what the fuck, dude?
2: Am I wrong?
1: No. Yeah, that's what I thought.
2: (laughs) No. (laughs) Like the little sheepish, no, man. Yeah. I've gotten. Why are you gotta
1: call me out, bro.
2: Number three. I've got a lot of honorable mentions at the end of this, by the way. <laughs> I, a lot. I've got like four or five. I got like one. Really, man. There's a lot of games that it's like, oh, I'd love to get around to that sometime. Um, my number three, which was this, was a little bit t- uh, hard for me to narrow this list down like this. I'm going with the Wizardry series, specifically the trilogy of Wizardry Six: Bane of the Cosmic Forge, Wizardry Seven. Crusaders of the Dark Savant, and Wizardry 8. No subtitle.
1: I was thinking of Uh, Wizards 101 when you started talking, just so you know.
2: Thanks, good to know. Uh, uh, These are some old school first person RPGs. Uh, I kind of grew up on these. My uncle would bring his old old laptop down whenever he would visit us. And this is one of the games that he would have installed on there. So me and... would play this. We would like start up a new party every month when uh, his dad visited. And uh, it's always been a big, big part of what I remember from my childhood. I did eventually, years and years ago, get a hold of a copy of the uh, Wizardry Gold, I believe it was called, which had Wizardry 1 through 7 on it, and I beat Wizardry 6, but I've never gotten around to continuing through the rest of the series. The games take dozens of hours each they're big in-depth adventures where you have to go around and like you you have to make stat checks to scale a mountain and all this shit you have to hold conversations with people you have to ask the right questions of the npcs where you actually type in your questions and stuff like that uh these have always had a special place in my heart i'd love to get around to finishing finishing them sometime but that's a big investment they take a very long time to get through
1: Nothing
2: wrong with that. Yeah, except for the fact that
1: I don't have time for it. Esports money, boys. If only. Only if. Dude, Amazon Prime money, boys. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) If I ever get Amazon Prime, Blake, I'll sub to you, okay?
0: Alright, deal. (laughs) Wow. What a cheap bastard.
1: Yeah, have you met me? What? (laughs) Hello?
0: Alright. Back to you, Jay.
1: Number two. So this actually jumped on my list uh, after Blake talking about it. I want to play the international version of Final Fantasy XII now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to play Final Fantasy XII a couple times. The Like I was talking about earlier, the intro to the game is pretty good. It really kind of captures your attention. Characters seem really interesting. And then you start playing as a completely different character, and you're kind of like, okay.
2: You become detached um, from that part of the story for like five to ten hours. It's yeah. really shitty storytelling.
1: And these are, for the most part, Final Fantasy are story-driven games. So, you know, it it works out well for them. But if, I mean, Class Systems obviously gives me an instant chub just because of Final Fantasy Tactics. And this definitely kind of piques my curiosity. It's kind of you talking about it. So, definitely want to do this. I probably will in the near future. Uh, oh, by the way, I was going to mention this. Um, I was going to play Onomusha for this part of the part. I was going to oh, talk yeah. about Onomusha today. Uh, I will talk about it in the future. I I have started playing it, but I want to talk about it once I've played it a lot more. And since I went to the arcade, I wanted to talk about that while it was fresh in my mind. So, yeah, don't great. think I forgot. I'll talk about it.
0: Yeah, I really want problem. to hear about that.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah, down. Actually...
0: All right, my number two. I give yours, I give your number two a uh, 7 out of 10, by the way. Wow, why? I don't know. It's one that interesting. Okay,
1: well i give your your number two is zero out of ten. I don't even know what the <laughs> fuck it is. Don't care.
0: My number two is Snatcher. I think Blake knows what this is. Uh
1: It was made by guess who
0: it was made by? Try to guess. Oh, was it done by the same guys that did Harvester? No. It is or something like that? it was done by Hideo Kojima. Oh. oh, of
2: course. Okay.
0: And that it was, and it came sense. out on Sega CD and it is a sci-fi cyberpunkish um, adventure game. Basically, basically a point and click adventure game. Okay. Deck, uh, as far as I understand, I haven't seen a whole lot about it, but I've watched a little bit of it played. Um, it's not literally point and click, but it's basically a point and click game.
1: Is if, it highly? Like-
0: yeah, it's, it's pretty rare. Um,
1: Oh, really? Oh, yeah. so you would want to get an actual copy to play?
0: I would really want to just for the sake of having it, but they go for like 800 bucks on eBay.
1: Oh, nice. Okay, so with your money, that's
0: nothing. <laughs> One day, I this will happen, but it, that's why it's on the bucket list because I'm not just going to go like grab a copy of it. That's all I got. Cool. Are you like glad? Are you, Blake, do I make up for going on too long on my number three?
2: Oh, I still couldn't stand listening to you there. Uh, but that's all right. <laughs> I'm to try. Threw, he's like, I only threw up
1: twice He's that like, time,
2: you're still you. talking, so. <laughs> uh, yeah. The next game on my list is Skyblazer, a Super Nintendo title that I've talked about on here before. It's this really cool platformer. Um, it's sort of like Act Razor in the overall design, I feel like, where you've got your... Uh, You've got these action sequences. You've got these action stages where you've got your spells. You've got these spells that you can use as well as your basic combat stuff. And uh, the game just looks like one of the most underrated titles I think I've ever seen on the Super Nintendo system. Really? A lot of people don't know about it. I didn't know about it until I saw a speed run of it a year or two ago. And it looks super, super
0: fun. Awesome. All right, pretty sick. Back to you, Jay.
1: Number one. So I was talking to Robert about this um, before the podcast. Blake, you weren't here. Um, I have been completely obsessed with the Warcraft lore and universe last couple, probably last month or so. Um, I read and watched through the entire lore, watched the movie, which, which by the way, was pretty. Have you seen it, Blake?
2: I haven't, actually.
1: Okay. it's It's pretty good. If you know the basics of the lore, it's really enjoyable. If you know a lot about the lore, it's more enjoyable for sure. Acting overall, the movie is pretty good. I won't go into that, but uh, what I would like to do, and what I have already started doing, is play through the entire Warcraft series, including the first one, which is a pretty big grind in terms of graphics and control for a very, very old RTS. Um, I started watching somebody play through it, and I was like, uh oh, maybe I'll just watch somebody else do it." But there's just so much stuff you can do, kind of off to the side, that a lot of people skip that I, I want to do just to kind of completely get engrossed with the rest of the lore. And I'm actually more excited about this right now than I have been about any game in a long time. Like I'm so into it right now that it's just it's it's so exciting to to like learn as much as I can about it. Like every time I learn something new, I'm just like, oh, that's that's so interesting. It's, it's just great.
0: That's pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. I feel like we're going too quickly. I can slow it down if you guys want me to, though. My number Blake, one. Like you this one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I could take a nap right now. It'd probably make me feel better. You guys could probably see this one coming. My number one is Plumbers Don't Wear Ties.
1: Oh, you actually oh, want to yeah. play it. Now that you have a... Oh my God, that's so funny. Well, Would, no, well, no, 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 it's,
0: it's, it's a 3DO game.
1: Oh, oh, that's right. It is a 3DO game. That's right.
0: Which, which, granted, is easy to confuse with Sega CD to some extent. Because um, they both basically did the same things. <clears throat> But, please
1: stream it when you do it or at least share screen I want
0: to watch this <laughs> I'll do'll so, yeah sure I'll figure something out one Thanks, day you. again one day one day when I own a 3do and then I wonder how much I don't I, I've looked this up before to see how much it is on eBay and from my experience looking it up it's really not that expensive but it's very hard to find a copy like sometimes you'll see like one on there or like just the disc or something like that. And it's maybe like $100 or $200, which, you know, obviously that's a lot, but it's not insane like Snatcher.
1: Yeah, I was going to say. That's not,
0: but that's plumbers don't wear ties. If you've never, if you don't know anything about this game, then my, I guess the my best advice would be to, wow, what's going on there?
1: My fucking roommate. <laughs> We've been, he's a real, it's a real sad case. I've, I've been trying to get him help. <laughs>
0: um I don't even know how to explain the game. My best advice would be to look it up on the angry video game nerd. He did a playthrough of it.
1: Yeah, I watched the entire thing.
0: And it is fucking stupid and hilarious. It's uh... like like,
1: talking about it does not do justice. You have to see this cancer. Yeah, I don't even
0: I don't even know where to start. Like, how do you describe this game? It's of course, it's full motion video. Start with the cover. (laughs) The cover. (laughs) The cover. Okay, very good. I've actually I found a copy of it on eBay right now. It's going for two hundred and thirty dollars right now, which again,
1: that's God. Nice. for a garbanzo being game. Like, think about that. Like people actually just want to play it just Like imagine you play that as like a drinking game or something.
0: <laughs> Give me one second. Um I'm gonna try to pull up a high enough res image of the cover to where I can read like all the little things it says. Oh, okay. God. So the cover says I mean, like, first of all, it looks like Somebody who just learned to use Photoshop made the cover for this game, and it's got.
1: And this pic- back when Photoshop was like not a thing. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> so think about that. And um, it says plumbers don't wear ties, and it's got a picture of this dude and this girl, and this dude's like ripped, and he's got a plunger, and he's playing it like it's a guitar. And then there's like a couple other pictures, and then it says beneath the pictures and beneath like the title and everything, it says a plumber, a daddy's girl. Chickens, oh. Oh, <laughs> chickens, God. crazed yuppies, evil bosses. I think shower scenes, race cars,
1: and and, and most of the game does not encompass any of that.
0: <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it, it doesn't part. encompass any. They just like found some random words to throw <laughs> under the cover, and then like the intro scene randomly has. It's like showing this guy waking up from from sleeping or something. But while, and it's doing the credits, like the opening credits, and at the same time, it randomly has this little picture of the, like a panda driving a race car. Oh, God! <laughs> and, and then, and like. Oh no, he's losing it. The, the, the point of the game basically is you're this dude who's trying to who 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 fi- who sees this girl, and then you're sort of trying to find her from you're trying to save her from her. Like sex crazed bosser. Or... I mean, I don't even know. That's really all I even know to say. Jake, do you? Can you even elaborate? Um... On it anymore
1: I, I, imagine imagine some guy some bro douchey early 20s guy goes i want to make this super awesome sexy game <laughs> and he has no idea what he's doing in development and his buddy's like yeah let's fucking do it and they pay some guy who has no fucking idea what he's doing at all to make this game and this is what they come up with just a big heaping pile of shit and it, it's just it's it's a car accident you cannot look away it, it's just so funny
0: and the gameplay just involves making choices every now and then. Oh, yeah. It's not even... It, it's it's not even... I said it was FMV. It's not even full motion video. It's images. It's, it's like, like photographs. Yeah, I was
1: going to say. It's photographs. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then it, like, switches to another one. They might be talking. And, it, like, maybe the guy is getting off his motorcycle and they're talking. So it shows him on his motorcycle and then it shows him talking. And then it gives you a few choices of something to do. And then I think, like...
1: It, it, it's just so ridiculous. Like...
0: It, again, descri- you cannot describe it. You just have to really, again, just l- just do a search for Angry Video Game Nerd Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. Yeah.
1: It, it spend the time. It's probably, what, like 15-minute video, 12-minute video?
0: A, it's 20 minutes. 20 it's, minutes. Well it, it's worth the 20 minutes. It, it is. is so worth it. I mean, all of his videos are pretty much worth their full run time, but especially this one. This oh, actually, I am watching
1: his videos.
0: This is one of the – you haven't watched any? Oh, man, they're so good.
1: I just watched the one you, yeah, for this one. They
0: are amazing. But this is one of the best. Blake, do we go on too long? Are you still there?
1: (coughs)
2: What?
0: Hold on, I just went out for a bit. What's up, man? It's okay. Sometimes that happens after car wrecks. You get tired really easily. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's been happening since before the accident. (laughs) What's your number? (laughs) What's your number one? Dude,
2: I don't even remember. I think my computer erased it by now. It was
1: probably. Uh, It was probably the same. You're struggling, my friend. Uh it was
2: probably Robert shit. My oh! number one, if you'll shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, we've talked about this a bunch. We each need to play through one of the games in the series, and my number one is Super Mario Brothers. Oh yeah, oh, okay, good. Yeah. Uh, I one of the this one is one that I do for sure want to get around to. As soon as I can, I don't know if it'll happen this year. It might I like with all the Final Fantasy stuff I still have going on this year. Um, getting through Super Mario Brothers might be put off. If you don't know Super Mario Brothers, congratulations. Welcome out from the rock. You are the only it's person. great to have you here. <laughs> Thank you for letting this be the first technology that you let grace your ears. We really <laughs> appreciate that. Uh, so Super Mario Brothers, yeah, that's my number one. And it to clarif- needs to happen. To clarify, you've played it, but you just haven't beaten it. Yeah, I've played it before, but I've never beaten it. This is one that I want to beat. Like, the same as uh, the Wizardry series. I've beaten one of the games that I've played through part of another one. But I've never finished uh, the trilogy. And with Super Mario Brothers, I've never once beaten that game.
0: Yeah, same here for Super Mario Brothers 2.
1: Enjoy the last castle. RNG. Easy.
0: Yeah. On two? No, on one. No, oh, on
1: one. There's like this part where, yeah. I, if I remember correctly, there's like three lanes. One, two, and three. And if you pick the wrong one, you just lose. Because the fireball just comes down the lane and just fucks your ass and there's nothing you can do. You can't go back either because the screen locks.
0: <laughs> there are one or two... There are like a couple uh, castles that are like that. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, Very punishing. That's a good one. I like it. I like what I'm hearing. My list was the best. Yeah, okay. We got Alex. You know our, bold, our old buddy Alex, otherwise known as SNES Drunk. He tweeted us his... He tweeted at us his top three bucket list games. And thank He's, you again for coming on last time. Yeah, fun. thanks, Alex. That was fun. He says, number three, the Super Nintendo CD attachment prototype, of course. Number two, the actual Hagane Super Nintendo cartridge. Wow. I haven't heard of this game. It's H-A-G-A-N-E. A-N-E. I think it's Hagane, but I H-A-G-A-N. might be totally wrong. That's how I've always pronounced it. I believe
2: that's a really hard game.
0: Yeah, that's what I, I... I looked into it a little bit. Supposedly, it is uh, supposed to be pretty tough.
2: Yeah. I've watched a, a little bit of a speed run of, of it before. I've played it some. Not too much. Oh, you have played it? A little, yeah. I got through part of the first stage. And I was like, all right, this game's
0: okay. <laughs> Done. And yeah. then, his number one... I'll put a link to it in here. He says, This sweet Star Fox jacket. <laughs> Which, oh um, God, I don't know what it's from. Maybe Alex, if you're listening, you can write us and give us a little background, but it's an awesome eighties style, um, black jacket that says like shiny black jacket that on the back says star Fox super weekend. Or I don't know if it's supposed to be super star Fox weekend or what it's got star Fox in the middle and it looks like a little planet, but, um, it's pretty, pretty awesome. Like you said, a sweet, it's a sweet star Fox jacket.
1: That is pretty pretty sweet.
0: Those are pretty good. His was his list was tied with mine.
1: Oh my god.
0: In shittiness? I mean.
1: Oh, shots, fear. That's
2: needlessly rude to Alex, dude.
1: Yeah, that is a true extra. What the hell's wrong with you?
0: I don't have a good comeback. <laughs> Do you ever? <laughs> I was going to say. I'm not good at comebacks. That's my worst thing that I've. That's That's what I'm worst at.
2: Uh, all right. So get to the other top or, uh, other emails, etc
0: Other emails. First, I got an idea for our next top three. Actually, well, I, I
2: mean, for the other top threes that were emailed in is what I wanted to say. Oh, oh,
0: well, I think, um, Jeffrey sent us his, but it's also part of an email. So I'll, I'll get to it. I'll do his in one second when we, when we do emails. Um, actually, you know what? It looks like his, now that I'm, now that I'm looking at it a little bit more is just top three. So I'll go ahead and do his before we get into the, the emails proper. Cool. Jeffrey writes in and says Hello, hosts, emailers, and all you lurkers out there. Thanks for the Space Quest bundle. He's thinking us, not the lurkers, for the Space Quest bundle. Don't try to take our credit. I will get to it eventually and let you know what I think, but I'm thinking of tackling Monkey Island as my next game, thanks to Rob's heads up on the GOG LucasArts sale. You are welcome, my friend. Now to my top three bucket list games. Each is on the list for a different reason. Number three, Panzer Dragoon Saga.
2: I never... That is one
0: that I thought about putting on my list. Oh, yeah? But I don't know enough specifics about it. I've heard
2: so many things about it, about just how great of a game it is over the years. Yeah. And I guess it's a
0: shmup? I believe so, yeah. I've heard the same I, thing.
2: Yeah, I just don't know how it's supposed to play or anything like that. Mm-hmm. From what I've heard, it's supposed to be great, and I want to play because of that. But
0: that's as much as I've got. Same here. Yeah, I've heard pretty much exactly as much as you have about it. He says, I never owned a Sega Saturn and likely never will, but I have wanted to play this game for close to 20 years now. Number two, the entire Dragon Quest series. I played Dragon Warrior for NES a long time ago and liked it and absolutely loved Dragon Quest VIII when I played it earlier this year. The thing holding me back from this is the sheer amount of time it would take to play through the other six lengthy titles. It's a bit daunting. Oh. Yeah, isn't there a handful
1: isn't there a couple of them that are just like complete absolute dog shit to play too as well? I think of the wrong thing.
0: Blake? Um
2: the first three are not <clears throat> excuse me, not the best. They have not aged well uh, at all. Four, five, and six are I'd say totally playable, especially the remakes of them on the uh, I believe G B A or D S or both. And then seven recently got remade and re-released on the 3DS. Uh, I want to play that. I've never gotten a chance to. Dragon Quest Eight is a great game. Uh, yeah, I mean, for the most part, the series is totally playable. I would say.
0: Cool. Jay, didn't you play Dragon Warrior One? Uh, like, a uh, yeah, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Was it? How was it?
1: It was pretty cool. Um, try to so. let me pull it back up. it was a while. <laughs> uh... i to see if I find something specific on it. If I have any notes on it, I remember enjoying it. I remember somebody said I think it was the second one because I I think I I thought it was I remember it being okay, and then somebody said um, I should play the second one. I believe that it was better.
0: Oh yeah, I kind of vaguely it was like remember that. Like an improved version, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Anyway,
1: it, it looks and feels kind of like um, FF one. So I remember that much.
0: His number one. Crash honey... <laughs> Shut up. Honey Pop. Shut up.
1: Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. No, it's not.
0: An intriguing... <laughs> don't you he dare. Says, An intriguing game for sure, but I am positive my wife would kick me out of the house if she ever found out I played this game. I would
1: call her and tell her if you do.
0: Wait, which game? I honey don't... Pop. Oh, oh, for
1: fuck's sake. <laughs> Don't you
0: dare! Yeah. Not to not to mention that anyone who plays this game probably has to take a long, hard look in the mirror and do some serious self-evaluation. Long hard. And piss off Blake. Emphasis, off Blake. emphasis on the long, hard.
1: Hey-oh. Ah, get it. Like a penis.
0: I was uh, I was telling my wife about this game after I after I played it a little bit. I was You're like, "You still married?" Yeah, I was like, "You gotta listen about this game." Well, was, the divorce papers haven't gone through yet. it <laughs> yet. <Yeah. laughs> She's, I was like, hacking like, as you do it, as you talk about it. You do this and that and this and that. And she was, like, after I got done telling her about, like, how, <laughs> how stupid, like, how insane and, like, ridiculous it was, she was, like, you, and she was, like, you like playing this? <laughs> I was, like, no! The whole point is that it, that I didn't like it is that I was playing it because it was hilarious. And she was, like, okay, 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 okay. That came off. I think it was a relief. So, shout out to Honey Pop. I'm fist bumping you, Jeffrey, right now. You he can't see it. You should have just been like,
2: oh, no, honey, I'm playing it for my job. <laughs> and then I, s- I've got to.
0: This is what I was assigned. Oh, wait. Now he says, now he's backtracking in his email. Apparently, that was a joke. He says, okay, my real number one. I'm so disappointed right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm
1: so sure you didn't know that ahead of time, Robert.
0: No, I didn't read this email. I just saw that he had sent the top three. He never reads emails. He's a terrible host. I never read them. I never read them on purpose because I don't want to, like, have to fake laugh at the funny parts when I'm reading them. Um, Okay, my real number one is actually Earthbound. I started it once on an emulator but stopped shortly into it. I really want to play this game on a console with a physical copy of the original guidebook. I know I would love the game, and maybe one day I'll splurge, but spending hundreds of dollars on one game, including the guidebook, is a bit hard to swallow, and that's not a Honey Pop reference.
1: Oh, my God. Here we
0: go. <laughs> hey, uh, You're good at jokes, Jeffrey. I like this. I like it. Yeah, yes, Robert, you could learn a thing or two from him. He makes the exact same kind of jokes that I do. Yeah, but he's funny. Yeah. I am, too. <laughs> See that's the funniest thing too. you've said this whole podcast See I'm good at that Ew. I can meta myself <clears throat> Alright <clears throat> You okay um, die, um, I'm trying trust me
2: <laughs> You have no idea dude uh, Was that all of the List that people had sent in uh, Yeah that was all of them Okay I wanted to do my honorable mentions Before we fully moved on to emails
0: Honey pop, and what else
2: Go fuck yourself. That was my number one. Okay, that's the same as Honey Pop. <sighs> God, See, that was funny. I'll give you that one. <laughs> All right. So, I mention Little Samson. This is a game I've talked about on here. A oh few times. yeah, it came out very late in the Nintendo's life cycle. It is likely very hard to get a copy over here. I'm I'm pretty sure there was an American version, so you don't have to worry about importing just to get a copy. But the game looks, like, visually, the art for it is probably the best on the entire Nintendo system. The gameplay looks pretty cool. It's just a fun little-looking platformer uh, where you get special abilities with different characters. Big, crazy boss fights against things like Medusa, I think. Shit like that. Uh, Next up, Monkey Island. Oh, man. There you go. One of these days, I will finish at least the first game in the series. I don't know when that's going to happen. But it will. You're
0: bringing a tear to uh, my eye right now.
2: <laughs> you're welcome. Next up, uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. No. Mm. This game is fucking impossible. Someday I'd like to prove that fact wrong. But for the time being, this game's unbeatable. Someday most time when I read happen. reviews, most time when
1: I read recommendations for games, this game that game comes up a lot. Funny.
0: I didn't realize yeah. that that was supposed to be such a hard game. Yeah, oh, it's I? super hard. Like, once you get up to around level
2: 15, 16... The difficulty, start, it ramps up in a big way. And then it does it again after another 5 or 10 levels. It just keeps going. How many levels like are there? I want to say 50.
1: One, one to Holy Ninja Shit. Gaiden. How hard is this game?
2: One to Ninja Gaiden. Oof. Uh, I'm going to give it a Super Nintendo Dark Souls out of 10. Wow.
1: <laughs> That's quite a bit.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the last two games on my honorable mentions list are Punch Out and Super Punch oh, Out.
1: You gonna play blind?
2: Mostly, not literally okay. blindfolded.
1: You are but... gonna get so mad, dude.
2: <laughs> i've played punch out before i actually had a nintendo power glove and the reason that i wanted what? one as a kid uh, <laughs> is because i was like oh it's a power glove so obviously they're gonna have to have it set up so that i can punch yeah that will punch in the game
0: obviously that's wrong so fucking control dude what was the but, most, what yeah. do you do like twist your fingers or something to, to punch your nipples. that's yes, one, one your of nipples. the ped- yeah actually, have you never heard much about the power glove? No, I had about one for thought. one day, and we returned it.
2: Oh okay, yeah, good for you, lucky fucker. yeah, so uh, you were able to like there were codes that came that you could program in on the car on the on the top. There was like a whole keypad on top of the power glove, and you could enter in codes and different codes were supposed to sync up with different games. So that each thing had different ways that they would function. Right, and this was one supposed the, to do. By the way, supposed to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're not wrong, Robert. One of the ways that the controller was supposed to work is that you would like click your index finger into your palm. Mm-hmm. Like you would have a, you would have your hand open, and then you would uh, bring your index finger in, like you're making a fist, but with just that finger, and that would activate a certain button press or something. And then you could do that with each of your fingers, except that function was a steaming pile of garbage. The best way to use the power glove was to put it on your arm and then rest your arm on something and then use the buttons on the top to play right. with your...
0: Just like a or controller. just hit
2: your
1: siblings with it. That's what I did.
2: That too, yeah. I mean, it looked great. They, yeah, they it had did.
1: That Oh, yeah. It. Remember that fucking sick-ass ad with that kid with it? Oh, my God. It's
0: so bad. The The ad, you mean the wizard?
1: The wizard? The movie, yeah. Oh, no, no, I'm talking... There was advertisements as well with it. And it was like these super fucking... um, Late 80s, early 90s looking kids. That's the wizard. Just awful.
0: Okay. (laughs) I couldn't hold my arm up. Like, for a little kid... Yeah, remember... exactly.
2: You'd have to rest your arm on something.
0: Yeah, you have to. You literally do because you can't. A little kid can't hold their arm straight out the way you're supposed to the whole entire time you're trying to play a damn video. Yeah, game. because there
2: are two on. So like on the top of the glove, it's got that keypad thing, and at the, at the end of that, towards your knuckles, it's got those two sensors that you're supposed to point at the bar or at the TV, something like that. Yeah, something so like that. Sensors. What I I think it was just that they pointed <laughs> it at the TV and the way the CRT TV worked the lasers that came out of the glove interacted with the refresh rate of the CRT or something. Yeah, just, just it like was the able gun. to detect you doing different stuff.
0: Kind of like the gun, then? Oh, no, because it gets going No, nice it was lights just lights like the gun. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, it was probably the same
0: technology. Mm.
1: That blew my mind that that worked, by the way, the gun. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Man. And it was... Not, anyway. Aside from um, being impossible to use it didn't even when you used it correctly it was incredibly unresponsive oh yeah like i would do the you would get it set up with the correct code that was supposed to coincide
2: with the game you wanted to play you would have the instructions on how that code set up the glove and then you would go and you'd point your arm at the screen and as a little eight-year-old kid when you weigh 20 pounds dripping wet and this glove <laughs> is another 10 pounds at the end of your arm and you're like all right i've got it at the screen now i hope it works and you're sitting there wiggling your fingers all over the place and none of them are doing anything <laughs> yeah this is a wasted fucking christmas kiss my ass nintendo yeah
1: yeah
0: sorry yeah. i
1: want to, to fit in sorry i guess
0: <laughs> no, that's cool it's all right it's all right all right, okay. Let's go on to emails then. Aside from Jeffries, we got a few others. First one is from a first-time writer. He didn't provide his name, but it looks part of his email address is Dbrickle, so that's what we're gonna call him, Dbrickle. He says, "Hey guys, I love your podcast, and I've been listening for over a year now. Thanks, Dbrickle." Damn, thank yeah. you. I really enjoy your commentary on classic games and your constant bickering with each other. Why does everybody say that? I know. Fuck you, Blake. <laughs> Kiss my ass. <laughs> um, okay, sorry. I've been meaning to write in for a while now, but the discussion around Final Fantasies 8 and 9 finally pushed me to do it. Hello. Oh, Blake, <clears throat> Blake, are you here? Shit, I All was right.
2: going to try to get up and go take a I care. just saw that. I'll, I'll wait a little bit, yeah.
0: Okay. I'll go after this. That's All fine. Right. Uh, I actually really like both games. Fuck you, Blake. <laughs> actually, yeah, Blake. There it is. I was waiting for the
2: angry fanboy response.
0: Actually, looking back on 8, I think if I played it for the first time now, I would agree with most of your criticisms. I played it when I was about 16, so I yep. think I was just the right age to appreciate a story about a bunch of angsty teens. As far as the jun- There was a story in that game? <laughs> as far as the junction system, I actually still think that's an enjoyable mechanic, but I do get... Where it's annoying to not be able to really use Junctioned Magic. I also really loved the GF system. I guess I'll give you guys a pass on Final I, Fantasy. I didn't talk much about the Guardian Force system. Uh, I touched on the way that you
2: level them up and stuff. I like the idea of it, but I don't like... Uh, like, it's super grindy. It yeah, has I mean, a ton it is a fun of fun. grind to the, car- to the G- Guardian Force's.
0: He says, I guess I'll give you guys a pass on Final Fantasy VIII, because hearing you talk about the crazy shit with Squall and Renoa in space reminded me that it was ridiculous. Oh my <laughs> god.
1: Every time you mention that, I'm just like, what? That
0: was awesome. He says, but seriously, Final Fantasy IX is fucking amazing. I agree with that. Blake, at no point You in your... need to replay it, Jay. You were just talking about that.
1: Okay. Blake. I, I don't think it'll be that bad, but okay.
0: We'll see. I am inter- I really am interested to hear what, Blake, what Jay thinks. Blake, at no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that be considered a rational thought. Everyone who listened to your discussion of Final Fantasy IX is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> I mean, Vivi struggling with his own existence is fucking gold. His search for meaning in life when he comes from such a fucked up place is one of the and best plot lines
1: poorly
2: in the game because
0: they it,
1: early it. on it was interesting but yeah the the old they, all but the yeah early
0: scary. on it's kind of like oh
2: wow this could be interesting and then yep. every point from then on it's just like he's struggling but... and no
0: one else gives a shit they're just like all right like well, let's a move on to the next he's
1: like a wounded puppy throughout like the majority of the game it's kind of annoying
0: he says it's one of the best plot lines in the final fantasy series
1: I disagree with that
0: I accept your apology Blake oh damn <laughs>
1: You won't shit. get an apology, but you can get these nuts. Hey, before, put on the power glove before you talk shit back, please. <laughs> Give me the old one two. <laughs> fucking power glove. <laughs> <laughs> fucking power glove. That was great.
0: And he ends with keep up the good work, guys.
1: (laughs) Seriously, that is not one of the best plot lines in Final Fantasy history in in the fucking way. Not even close.
0: Like, every time people,
2: like, everybody, whenever everybody talks about the game, they're like, oh, my God, Vivi's plot line is so good. And so when I went into it this time, I was like, all right, let's see how this starts off. And it it started off, and it's like, okay, there's some struggle here. There's some intrigue. He doesn't know what's going on. And then from there, I feel like it just falls apart.
1: I would easily do a top three final Fantasy, best storyline from final or best uh, plot lines from Final Fantasy series from different titles. Like I would I could easily do that and Final Fantasy Eight or IX yeah, Final Fantasy Eight or Nine would probably not be on there. Oh
2: god. I'm trying to think of what I would put up there.
1: I, I can uh, think of like, two right off the top.
2: I mean, are we like would it be limited to character specific stuff and mm. ah man, that's tough.
1: I think it'd be tough, but I'm just. I, more, more so, I mean, I'd be down to actually do it, but I'm just saying if we actually I did can something like that.
2: Three from Final Fantasy VI that are better alone.
1: I could think of three from Final Fantasy Tactics that are. Yeah,
2: there. I don't know. Like I don't know. I don't feel like any of the character arcs and Tactics are that good. Rouses, I like Delita's.
1: Delita's is really. They're good. They're
2: both very interesting. Yeah. Um, Delita's is, is yeah, probably Marians better is than Rondas. Really? Yeah.
1: yeah, I think Gift, gift Garans is Gareth. pretty good early on.
2: I mean, it's all right. Who it's else is
1: really real? a lot of the? Um, the Zodiac monsters are pretty fucking cool too. Like, where you learn where they come from. WeGraphs
2: is pretty fun. Yeah, to watch dude, because you see him get possessed by the and demon. Then,
1: who's the chick you kill early on, and her brother comes after you as one of the Zodiac monsters?
2: Oh Shit. no, um,
1: is that V-Graph? Uh, That's V-Graph, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. WeGraph, graph and his sister. That shit's interesting. And like the whole his whole yeah, motivation uh, for
2: wanting to kill you, M- Maluda? Maluda? Yeah.
1: yeah, Maluda. Yeah. I was thinking Medusas. <laughs> yeah, that that plot is really pretty fucking nuts. Like I don't know.
0: Oh, that reminds me, we need to say what our top three is gonna be for next. Oh time. yeah. But I actually have an idea this time. So Some, is- we somehow you guys haven't caught on that we have not done this yet in the history of the classic gaming podcast. Top? When you three. say you guys, do you mean me and Blake, or the I public? I mean, I mean you two, you and Blake. Okay. Top three RPGs.
1: Oof. That, see, that's so like... Ugh. I think we've talked
2: about that and we were like, I don't want to have a full day of talking about literally nothing about Final Fantasy.
0: Well, the reason... Unless we do
1: autumn mentions at the start.
0: Well, we could say like limit to one or two. Like it can't be all Final Fantasy games maybe. Because I Best think this RPGs. would be interesting. I mean, I think this is like an important list to do because RPGs are big. And I do. Games. I, uh, We've talked maybe about if it we so did much, though. I mean, yeah, yeah we have. Maybe if we did non-Squaresoft.
1: That I'm actually interested in.
0: Yeah, because be how about, cool. I
1: promise there's so many fucking good titles from them. What if we do yeah, one, exactly. like
0: one, you can have one Final Fantasy game.
1: Oh one square game. in all honesty, I, I, I actually think yeah. that's a good point to go to. Okay. The reason is, I mean, what do we talk about all the time? The best games of all time. Square yeah, I so I know I'm getting RPGs. So...
0: I So Trust me, if anybody is Final Fantasy out, it's me.
1: Yeah. But
0: <laughs> now that I've played I wanted to wait until I had played a few more RPGs so I could have a somewhat informed opinion for this list. That's why I never haven't brought it up until now. Um but I, don't, I think it's gonna. Now that I've played FF six, it's probably gonna be a while before I jump oh, into Oh, you know, big I think RPG. that was
2: the other problem. It's because we knew that you hadn't played a lot of them, so it was like, okay, what's your list gonna be? Right. One game, and then two that you make up out and pull out of your ass.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you want to do? So we want to do this? Uh, yeah, one square yeah, game, I'd and then two others. Right. I'd, one I'd square. Okay, limit to one I mean, square game then.
1: Do we want to? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I just know that one. I mean, that one square game is more than likely a given from Blake and I like right off the bat there's well
2: we can uh, I would probably okay. try and do something different. I would I like for I me personally so. I might even just go no square games.
1: Okay. Yeah, I might actually do the same we'll to be see. honest.
2: I'll and... have to look through and make up a list of about 50 games and be like,
1: "All right, let's yeah.
0: pair this down now."
1: This is going to be a very interesting list, I think.
0: I think you guys are going to be angry at my number 3 probably, but that's okay.
1: as long as it's not plumbers don't wear tie or plumbers wear t- <laughs> tie. Plumbers don't wear tie.
0: It's honey pop. It's Plumbers Don't Wear Ties, yeah. Oh,
1: Thank you.
0: It's Plumbers hey, it ties, Don't Wear Honey Pop.
1: Literally on my way to kill you. It's
0: going to be like, Monkey Island could be considered an RPG. <laughs> you play as a
1: pirate.
2: <laughs> um, oh, and to close out the, the VV thing, I actually I like the idea of VV's plotline. I just feel like it's handled terribly throughout the game
1: yeah, I think they I think if they would have made it so this is this is a very common theme amongst most TV shows and most games today. They take plots that could be amazing and short and sweet and great and extend them to the full duration of whatever the show is or the, or the game is, and they ruin it. They try to add too many factors in it, make it overly complicated, and just absolutely fucking ruin it. And I, I think that's what they kind of did with this specifically as well.
2: Okay. I really want you to replay 9J cuz I know that you love the game. I played it I... last
1: year and I, I I enjoyed it. Like I didn't beat it, but I enjoyed playing it. I mean it was I think I got through the second, let me see. See if I stopped my save state. I don't cuz the reason I stopped playing is cuz my save state actually got ruined. Uh... Super... But I mean like I really enjoyed like, like Steiner I thought was a really enjoyable character. It, it was comic relief. It was it, it was just I don't know. Some of the characters are good. I I don't dislike Vivi, but I don't think he's one of the best characters ever made, by any means.
0: You don't think he's the best character ever made in the history of video games?
1: In in a Final Fantasy series. Like, specifically referring to his arc or his storyline.
0: Okay. I have no opinion.
1: You should play the game, (laughs) Rob.
0: (laughs) I don't know about that. Uh, but I think
1: nine is the closest thing they ever had to seven, which that which is why a lot of people really like it,
0: oh really, yeah, so. it had
1: the same kind of end game resolve, like where you could kind of do a bunch of stuff at the end, and I believe it was about the same uh it was probably shorter than seven actually in terms of overall hours
2: with the bonus content, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think about how much time I put into both of them i It may just be because I kind of have an idea of what I'm doing in seven more. But I feel like I finished seven.
1: Well, back in the day, ninety-nine hours plus. It was seven for me. Nine, I don't think. I think it was about the same, to be honest. All right. So.
0: You're probably right. But
1: by no means, nine is not a bad game, but you know,
0: yeah. At least I don't think. All right, Blake, do you need to run out for a second? Um. Uh. I can. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not asking. Do you to. have? Do you
2: have an email that's like specifically like, hey, Blake. Uh, let me check. Let me do a control
0: F.
1: I'm going to uh, let you know, Robert, or, uh, Blake, he hasn't read it yet. There is.
0: Okay, I see you mentioned in this next email. Let me check the other one.
1: It's just a big middle finger.
0: <laughs> I think let's see. the next one. Okay, they all mention you, but the next one is just like uh, it, it doesn't oh, look like you're a big part of this other one. Um. Okay, I don't know. I, you're in this one for sure. So, so okay. stay around if you're if you're on if you don't.
1: Uh, all right, fine. I'll stick around for that. Do <laughs> you know what's funny? We've been doing the podcast so long now that most of the games that I play are kind of blending together. I don't remember <laughs> when I when I played games. Like, I'm just like trying to think like in the last year what games I played in comparison to the year before, and I have no idea anymore. I need to organize a list or something. Holy shit!
0: Yeah, the only way I ever know is just by checking the website.
1: Yeah, likewise, which is good. Yeah.
0: All right, here did we go. Did you see the new
1: shit, Blake, that he created, by the way? That who created it? Well, Robert did. Or no, he didn't create it. He got it. He got oh, it. oh, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I How sick it. is that? That is that awesome. That is really dope,
0: yeah. Yeah, we got an awesome Full new fun. logo coming, and, and I'm and I'm working on a new website. I love it. I think it's freaking amazing. And we're going to get some real intro music as well, kind of doing a whole new try, – trying to give, give the old – podcast and makeover because frankly our website logo and intro music kind of all yeah i was gonna right it, intro music was the big one i mean like, yeah i wasn't gonna say it but <laughs> yeah
1: especially since you were doing all the work so
0: Everybody like back went, yeah, three years ago when i created it all I was just like making it as fast as i could just to have something and now i was like all right we actually need some. Hey, like, what was the stuff.
1: last? What was, what was the most recent episode's download? I know the one before that was pretty good. why I ask.
0: Oh, the numbers I haven't looked recently, but okay. but we're getting about two thousand per episode, and then isn't
1: that crazy in comparison to what we used to get? It is crazy, and
0: also on top of that, like if you count um, like all episodes, like previous episodes and stuff, mm-hmm. we're getting like ten thousand downloads a month.
1: What the fuck happened? What it? What happened?
0: It's just gradually been going up since we started. That's so and
1: interesting. Since so I was many talking people, to Lisa about that. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what happened, but we've just been doing it.
0: And it's also – since fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Since for whatever reason, everybody wants to go back and listen certain from the beginning. I think that's why we get so many total. Oh, those old episodes, man. Oh, old episodes, yeah. It's so, <laughs> that's so
1: frustrating that people are like, oh, I want go back and – I just want to let people know, like listen to the, like the latest like four or five episodes then go all the way back and listen to it so that way they can I kind of
2: I kind of want to be like hey Robert maybe you should accidentally delete those. <laughs> yeah the first like
1: 20. Have you listened to them Robert?
0: The yeah, first, they're, like, they're a little episodes, painful.
1: My voice, your voice, Blake's voice sound <laughs> on different fucking levels. Yeah. And just the overall quality and like the the flow, content is just nothing. It, it's everything.
0: So... Yeah, like actually everything about them is bad. Yeah. All right, we got an email from Chase, the night cleaner. Nice. Yeah, he says hello, Robert, Jay, and Blake, and thank you as always. Hey, hey that's me. I'm in this one. Yeah, you're on. You're on this one. He said my name. Mm-hmm. He's going to say it again in a few more minutes. So just so just sit tight.
1: Yeah. Oh, you read ahead, yeah, Piece of shit. I
0: scanned it to see if his name was in it.
1: Oh, I see what it is.
0: <laughs> and thank you as always for providing your audience with this magnificent podcast. That last and episode. And
1: thank you to our
2: magnificent
0: audience for listening. I agree with this. Thing. Yeah. I agree with what Blake just said too. That last episode, period. Oh, <laughs> That's the no. sentence. All, this going? all the classic gaming podcast fans out there better have soiled themselves out of respect for that shit.
1: What am I forgetting? What What happened that was so?
0: I don't. Even, I don't remember particularly. Okay,
1: I'm trying to think what there it there was
0: nothing. No one thing, but I just remember overall it was really funny. Oh, that was
1: the four-hour one with 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 fucking Alex. Yeah, yeah, with
0: Alex. Yeah, Yeah, it went on forever. Mm -hmm. And and Jeffrey talked about how he actually pissed himself playing Madden. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I noticed while Alex was reading my first email last episode that I jump around a lot with my thoughts, so I'm trying to rein that in. Might be because I have to write these things in fits and starts between baby time and sleep. Oh yeah. That totally, I totally understand that, Alex. If your mind is jumping around, that explain that goes a long way to explain it. Alex, it was great hearing from you, dude. Keep up the good work. Yeah, okay. Again, Alex. Okay. So i made my uh, I made my gaming PC into a PS One emulator. So that nice. happened, and it was pretty easy, except that a few games downplay music. I love the SNES, <laughs> but the PS One has some absolutely amazing games on it. I just started playing through Symphony of the Night and I'm loving it. Yeah. Is that a good one, Blake? Yeah, Symphony of the Night is great. Okay. Robert, have you ever tried Police Knots? It was one of Kojima I think I've played
2: the demo of that. Yeah, like that's the Kojima game on PlayStation that he made Damn. before Metal
0: Gear Solid. Uh Probably, yeah. He says it was one of Kojima's point and click detective games. The original one being Snatcher on the Sega CD. <laughs> that's funny. Hey. So Police Knots needs to replace um, Elite for me. So that'll be my number three, and then my number two is Snatcher, and then number one is <laughs> Plumber's and Orchards. Not an easy game to be to play, Not an easy game to play untranslated. But there. Oh, geez, I couldn't imagine playing a point and click detective game untranslated. <laughs> you wouldn't uh, play it. That's the thing. But there, no. But there, Oh, here he says, but there are lots of translated ROMs of the game out there for, okay. for numerous systems. And I was thinking of giving it a shot myself. Was wondering what your thoughts are, as this is one of your favorite designers having a go at adventure games. I think you know what I'm going to say, Chase. I'm not even going to. You know where it's gone. Yeah, you know this is where this is going. <laughs> Next up, I noticed that each of you has a kind of kryptonite that sets you off. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, oh man.
2: doesn't set me off lately? <laughs> My kryptonite is Rob there. That's mine.
0: That sets you off or destroys you during the show. I will now list them. <laughs> oh
2: no! Oh, don't expose the weaknesses. What if the
0: supervillains are listening right now? But we're, we are—we're the supervillains, Robert. Other people talking about SquareSoft games. <laughs> so basically, every episode for That's the last okay. few months. <laughs>
1: last couple of months last couple of years you mean.
0: seriously seriously though you've been a champ through all the final fantasy count up talk
1: <laughs> listen <laughs> thank we you we had to listen Chase. to metal gear solid talk We had I br-
0: no fucking I, uh, do you want me do you want us somebody will do it i'm sure add up the number of minutes we've talked about final fantasy compared to metal gear solid because i can guarantee you it does not even can compare how about uh,
1: the amount of time you bitched about uh kingdom, kingdom hearts Heart.
0: <laughs> I mean that was up there, but that was like for one episode.
1: Oh my god, the longest episode of my life. Blake, it was, it was so funny because my favorite part about it was you would like rage and be like, oh f- fuck this aspect of the game, like it was so frustrating, and then and they'd be like, oh, and then this other thing. And then this other thing, it was just like, you would just go <laughs> off on these fucking tangents about different things. Yeah, you s- move,
2: every time you'd move on to something new, it always started off with, and then... yeah,
1: <laughs> It never ended. It was so fucking
0: that, funny. This, that, I, I'm glad, because that describes the way I felt as I was playing through the game, because I'm like, okay, it's going to start getting better, and then yeah. something else terrible I, happened. I realized
1: after you talked about it how much uh, that game was not that good. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Like, as you were talking about, I'm like, yeah, that's not the, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: okay. Oh man, the swinging on the vines through the jungle. Holy shit! I'm not even gonna start thinking about it again. No, 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 no. Keep going, Blake. Robert, Robert, talking about hentai games. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that that is my trigger too. But Blake definitely was more upset than I was.
0: I think
2: at that point, it wasn't. I don't even. I don't give a shit about hentai games. It's just that. You just went on. On, 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 on the On.
1: That was the subcast part, too. That wasn't his <laughs> actual game. Remember, and he bought it exactly. as a joke and then talked about it longer than his actual game for the night. <laughs> exactly. That is I like, was like, all right, that.
2: he's going to bring this game up. He's going to talk about it for two minutes, and we're going to move on because yep. it's the sub game nope. cast. We're going to get going. Like, <laughs> when we get to that portion, it's like, okay, here we go. This is the last stretch. I'm almost out. I can go take a piss break, for God's sake. We're gonna be fine. And then
0: Roberts like, "But wait, there's more." <laughs> You're
1: gonna laugh my nuts.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, he wrote in parentheses. That was awful. He wrote in parentheses. It's super effective. Oh, that one it is super effective. <laughs> that one time 100% strike chance. That one time it chased you out of the podcast. I actually remember that you were like, "I'm gone." I told you know, yeah, that
1: was the end of it. Yeah, you literally just, at the other podcast, you, you were just like, whatever, fuck you, Robert. And you just left. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that, actually. I actually didn't think you were coming back at first.
0: <laughs> no, he didn't come back. I didn't. He no, was no actually I meant, I like, think. ever again. Oh. <laughs> uh... Jay, when the episode runs way too long, that... Yeah tuna just calls you away from the screen what
1: dude that tuna was nuts man no the problem what's the tuna yes I, may, I remember the last time we were doing the podcast and we, I, I went to my parents' house because I, I had a, a scheduled time. I was playing Catan with a group of people and I don't get to see them very often. So I, I scheduled it thinking the podcast would be done in three hours, three and a half hours. <laughs> we started 30 minutes late and then we had That was Alex. your
0: first mistake. Well, dude, three and a half hours is a long fucking time. So I was like,
1: okay, there's no way we're going to run that late. And then I was like, fuck, I have to go. So I, I was in the car at the end of the podcast doing it and like I would unmute my mic at stoplights and talk. That's literally what I was doing. And then I ended up making a tuna sandwich, which was nuts, at my parents' house.
0: Oh, I vaguely remember. Okay, now I vaguely remember the yeah. tuna sandwich.
1: But early on, I did end up going to bed a lot during the podcast because I was fucking tired.
0: <laughs> I have to get up really early. And then he's got another one for you, Jay. Jesus. Uh, you probably guess. Why do I get two? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ujima games, Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear yeah. Solid yeah. again in parentheses it's super effective <laughs> yeah.
2: well I think for Robert then if we're listing Metal Gear Solid for Jay we've got to list Kingdom Hearts for Rob
1: yeah that is actually really true because yeah. almost went off right now about it that. <laughs> yeah. like, he, you, you started were, you were, like, too, and on. then
2: we distracted you he was, he was triggering was,
1: in all honesty though I will more than likely in the next year play a Metal Gear Solid game I've been thinking about it for a while
2: I actually, I, um, like to I forgot to put it on my list. I wanted to have Metal Gear Solid 1 on my bucket list. I've beaten it before, but it's been so long, I really do want to go back and play it again sometime.
1: I'm just scared that I'm going to enjoy it. That's, that's why I don't want to Because I'll have to come to the podcast and we'll have to play really sad music and we'll have to have a fucking crying circle.
0: I still haven't played uh, Ground Zeroes or Metal Gear Solid 5.
1: Really, I yeah. figured you would have fucking played that immediately. Yeah,
0: I wanted to replay four first, and I started playing it, and I got like eighty percent of the way through, and stopped for. That was like five months ago, so I, I still want to finish that, and then uh, and then I'll get, and then I'll eventually move okay. into the others. But I don't play, I don't play on the console very much because I don't get much of a chance to. Um, all right, looks like we are starting to get some serious regular email talent on the show as well. Repeat writers for the win. I'm with you on that one. Agree. Chase. Thank you guys. Quick question to get you brewing: As Kickstarters are awful, oh no!
1: Oh god!
0: Oh jeez! <laughs> if you could make a sequel to a game and you knew it and you knew it would come out, that's a very important, <laughs> important, important caveat. Jesus! And you knew it would come out. What game would it be, and how would you deviate from the initial design? Whew!
1: Blake and oh. I are sort of getting our wish. If it. Ever comes out and doesn't what? get delayed indefinitely, final, the the semi final fantasy tactics.
0: Uh I would not count on that.
2: Yeah, I, I don't have any hopes on that anymore. Dude, I had people in my chat yesterday bring up this game that I'd literally never heard of. What? Really? You know the name Crimson Shroud?
1: I think so. Let
2: me quickly no, I'd I i do not think so. Here, I'll throw up uh, in the CGP Skype group.
1: I spelled Shroud wrong, I'm autistic.
2: It was uh the game designer for it was Yasumi Matsuno who was the creator huh. of Tactics, Ogre Battle Tactics, Ogre Vagrant Story, and a bunch of others. Interesting. And I was like, wait, how the hell have I never heard of this game? And it's like a dice-rolling uh, RPG. I don't know uh, too much of the details beyond that. I don't know if it's like a first-person RPG. I don't know if it's w- like what it is exactly. But everything I've seen of it kind of makes it feel like a spiritual successor to the Evil universe, you know?
1: It, yeah, yeah, they, they look um, almost like the characters from Vagrant Story. Yeah, so that's what I'm, yeah, so I'm looking at right now. This is interesting looking,
0: though. So yours would be a sequel to Crimson Shroud?
1: Well, or no, no. I think just bring it up offline. Uh, th- th-
0: yeah, this was a different subject. Oh, I okay.
1: haven't
2: even heard of this game until yesterday. Okay, okay. You're bad at listening, Robert. No,
0: like I heard Crimson. you, but I was like, what does it have to do? No, right you, you didn't about? hear me, because <laughs> I just said that. So I need
2: to get you a hold said, of You said, have game. you guys I heard go of Crimson Shroud? I said, I just, someone brought this up in my chat yesterday. I hadn't heard of it. Yes, I heard that. Okay, if I hadn't heard of it, then why would I want a sequel to it? I've never I even know. played it. I don't know what's going on through here. I'm saying that there is already something that was created by the guy that made Final Fantasy Tactics. Forget you. Look, I'm just... I want a great sequel to Final Fantasy VI or Final Fantasy Tactics. Or, God, there's so many.
0: I'm just trying to say that Honey Pop is not that bad of a game.
1: Oh, my! I can't believe that. I can't believe that's where you went. <laughs> like left. Uh, going... i would i would kill i've been really craving to play chocobo dungeon again i would kill for a successful chocobo dungeon i don't know how i would change it to make it better maybe make the contract the combat more intricate and make it more um random like the what, what is that the that style called the d- dungeon crawling
0: like a... roguelike
1: roguelike i yeah. would like it is obviously roguelike but for the the dungeons are random but you are on sort of a, a rail uh, with with the, going along with the story, so you can't like go to too many different dungeons. So I would love to for them to expand on that. The, st- the storyline wasn't anything special, so but the gameplay was really fun. I would love to play uh, a second of, a second of that if it was done well enough. I bet you would. Dude is a fun game.
0: I think I'm gonna go for a sequel to Loom. I <laughs> used to love that game grown up and I I replayed it a while back on the podcast and it wasn't it doesn't hold up really all that well um but still I have such good memories of it and they do like good job of world building like some of the story is pretty nonsensical but they do a, a good job with just building up the whole world and everything like that with a story and they were supposed to have my understanding is there were supposed to be there were supposed to be at least one sequel to it. If not, I may be remembering incorrectly. If not, a couple that parts.
1: exists or that it doesn't
0: exist yet. It doesn't exist. There is a fan made sequel called, oh, yeah. I believe, the Forge, um, based on kind of what the what the original ideas for the real sequel were supposed to be. But I mm-hmm. would like I would re, I think it'd be I would kill for an official sequel to Loom.
1: You know what's funny? I, I've been thinking about this a lot this week about like a variety of different titles. I actually think we will see some pretty solid fan-made sequels and add-ons to old-school games that aren't being remade or or any sort of uh, add-ons made onto it. And yeah. I, I think as time goes on, it's going to become easier and easier. And I'm really curious to see, one, how which titles this happens to, because I'm pretty sure this will happen. And two, how the um, IPs, how the, the original developers are going to feel about the their IPs being <laughs> messed oh, with. Because it's like, we're not going to make a sequel, but we don't want you to either.
0: Right. All right. Uh, we got a little bit more in Chase's email, but we also got another one coming up. Blake, do you need to jet for a minute?
2: Um, I can stick around for now. Yeah. Okay,
0: all right. We'll, we'll keep going then. Um, looks, He says, it looks like we are starting to get... Oh, yes, yeah, some serious regular emails, blah, blah, blah. Myself, I would bring Metroid or Castlevania back to 2D. Hmm. That was some amazing gameplay that, with the right level design and effort, just never gets old.
2: I wouldn't mind seeing some of that, yeah. I would also love yeah. to see a very competent 3D uh, Castlevania game. Rather than some of the junk that we've gotten, like Castlevania 64. I personally am a bit of a fan of Castlevania Lament of Innocence and Castlevania um, Curse of Darkness. They're two PS2 titles that are 3D. Uh, they're closer to the originals than, say, something like Symphony of the Night. But they're still not just pure platformers, such like Castlevania 64. Um, but yeah, I'd like to see something in that vein but also 3D but that it's done well
1: right
0: yeah I I, I wasn't thinking about his second the second part of his question what would you do uh how how would you deviate from the initial design I guess for like a sequel to loom I would have it be focused kind of like as as I understand the fan made sequel is um focus it on a different one of the guilds because (laughs) in the loom world there are all these guilds but it basically focuses almost 100% just on the one that your main character is a part of. So I would like to see it kind of switch, switch gears and, and have you as a character from one of the other guilds. That's what I would do differently. He says, anyway, I've got some floors to sweep and or diapers to change. Anyway, uh, always great to give you guys a listen. And as again, thank you for taking the time to work through my emails. Regards, Chase the Night Thank Cleaner. Thank you for
1: sending it, as always.
0: Yeah, thanks, Chase. P.S. I appreciate it. P.S., this show makes me want to soil myself playing video games.
1: <laughs> you are not the first.
0: I I soil myself while we record the podcast because I don't have enough time to go to the bathroom. Goddamn, Robert. And we got one more. This one's for uh, thanks again, Chase. We got one more from Michelle who wrote in a month or so ago. Michelle says, Hey, Robert J and Blake, this is a few weeks overdue, but I wanted to thank you for alerting me to the humble Sierra bundle a couple episodes ago. At first I was, was huh?
1: I'm assuming that was you that was was alerted.
0: That was all me. At first I was tempted to write in and beg Robert for some free games, but when I saw what was included in the bundle, I just have, I just had to have the whole thing. (laughs) Plus another copy for my younger brother as a gift. Oh, that was nice. I've never played Space Quest or Police Quest, and I mean to get around to them soon, but I just had to start with the 2015 King's Quest reboot. It currently has four of five episodes out, and I've enjoyed it a lot so far. While I have problems with a lot of the modernized gameplay aspects, I love what they've done, fleshing out the story of the earliest games. Besides the... Besides... The twinge of annoyance I feel every time an awful QuickTime event pops up is nothing compared to the hair pulling frustration the original series was capable of doling out at times. That's good to know, um, Michelle. As I know, last time I think you said you're a King's Quest fan. I haven't played any of the new ones. It's good to know that uh, that that you like the new ones because I haven't really had a, gotten a good sense of whether a lot of the old King's Quest fans like the like this this new series or not. She says, on another topic, I just had to comment about the art in the Final Fantasy VI manual. The artist is Yoshi- Yoshitaka Amano, and he is a god. Last year, I went to an exhibition of his here in Japan, and an entire room of it was dedicated to Final Fantasy work. That's pretty Whoa. sick.
1: Yeah, you have any pictures? Yeah, that's
0: what I, yeah
2: he did the old um, Final Fantasy art for a long I think he still does a lot of it today. But uh, let me see if I can find some of the specific images I'm thinking of. Like, uh, this big Final Fantasy six art, you'll probably recognize this one uh, when I link it up here in the CGP. I think the oh, Final yeah, Fantasy... of yeah, exactly. He did that style of art.
1: Which is so awesome. Oh, my God. It's
2: so good, and it's so different from oh, sure. what gets, it gets translated to in the games. But uh, he's been known for doing the art for Final Fantasy. Like, the... Almost like concept art, I think. And then they take what he draws sure. and they
0: bake the world off of that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, I lost where I was. Oh, seeing the originals at their full scale was mind-blowing. Yeah, I would imagine so. To top it off, later in the day when we were hunting through some used game stores, we happened to pass by some original Famicom cartridges on display. Our eyes had been caught... By the Final Fantasy One and Two cartridges, which featured the exact same art we had just seen hours in person, we had seen in person hours before. Kind of a surreal moment. That's that is pretty awesome too. Anyway, in closing, I suppose I have to put in my two cents about why I liked Final Fantasy VIII when I originally. Oh Jesus!
1: (laughs) Why? The only clear.
0: The only clear reason I can give is that at the time I was an angsty. That's so funny. There it is! <laughs> that's,
1: that's, I'm noticing a fucking pattern here. There's a major
0: pattern there. And the other person that
2: I know, in a uh, friend of mine from long ago who loved the game, he was super, super angsty as well.
0: It's it's almost like they know who their audience was. The only clear uh. reason I can give is that at that time I was an angsty, teenaged otaku. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was definitely... Getting into the weeb
2: stuff back then too. The
1: weeb stuff.
2: The weeb stuff. Oh,
0: I love you, Blake. I, I really like to <laughs> go stuff. I really like to go to otaku cons. Blake knows what that's a reference to, don't uh. you, Blake? <laughs> so it was basically. <laughs> so it was basically.
1: What i'm hearing is these games were. Fun of say it was not a good game.
0: So it was basically right up my alley. Nowadays I'm probably too cynical to ever replay it, but I loved hearing Blake rant about it. Really took me Okay, good Really took me down memory lane. As always, thanks for your hard work. Michelle P. S. Last episode you had a short discussion on how to pronounce suicidan. If you want to hear it said like a badass, here you go. Here's a uh, YouTube link, I'll throw it up to you guys. I'm
1: assuming it's gonna be said very quick, like very
0: fast. It's like sweet good Probably. Uh, yeah, I just lost it. Let's see this. I don't have my volume turned on. Sweet golden. Sweet That wasn't that fast.
1: That's actually sweet just Sweet, golden.
0: sweet golden. Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> sweet I like point. how you linked it to us, but we got it loaded up and listened
0: to it before you did. <laughs> God damn Robert. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle, for cool. writing. Thank again. you, Michelle. We appreciate it. Uh, send us your emails, mail at classic You can send us your top three <gasps> RPGs. You can tell us what you think about our top three bucket list. You can You tell can tell us... us to go fuck ourselves, and you probably should. You probably
1: should. Specifically Robert and Blake.
0: Um Or you can write about whatever the hell you feel like talking about. We like emails. And we'll read them. Uh, I think it is time for the current gaming subcast. Who wants to run with this?
1: I think you want to go first because I know you have a couple things you want. To oh, start. oh! First
0: of all, actually, real quick, I still have, as far as I believe, a More spare games. copy of Police Quest. Yep. Not nobody's requested. Probably because I've talked about how bad the game, the series is, or at least the one of it that I played. But if you want a copy of Police Quest, let me see, I'm double, I'm talking slowly because I just
1: off. said like a robot. You're like, if you want a <laughs> if you copy want... of I was... okay. Police Quest,
0: here we go. Um, I've yeah, I've got a spare copy of Poli- of the Police Quest collection <coughs> still. So if you want it. Send, it, send me an email, just tell me you want it, and I'll send it to you. But send something else. You got to send a real email and also tell me that you want it. If you just say, I want Police Quest, you lose because you we have to tell email. us what
1: you want, what you really, really want, in order
0: okay. to get it. I want a zig a zig ah.
1: Oh, like you never cease to amaze me.
0: <laughs> Current gaming subcast. Am I? Am I? Am go I first, leading? Robert, okay, I'll first. lead us off on this one. Set the pace. I've been playing Europa Universalis. Whoa, let's try this again. Bless you, <laughs> Europa Universalis four. If you're not familiar with it, this is a Paradox is or published by Paradox a Grand Strategy game, where you play as a country in Europe, starting in I believe the. Yeah, so you start in uh, you start in fourteen. I want to say fourteen forty two specifically. And i I was always very intimidated by uh, Europa Universalis because it just seemed so fucking impossible to understand. And it basically and it was still pretty difficult to get into. But after I played Stellaris for a little while, as I had been a couple months ago, I was like, well, okay, I've gotten this one down. Maybe, maybe." You know, there's gonna be some similarities. Uh, maybe Universe uh, Europe Un- Universalis won't be so bad. So I watched like seven forty-five minute tutorials, <laughs> and then jumped into the game, or I played along with them.
1: Wait, and, seven forty-five minute tutorials like, before you played the game?
0: Yes, one tutorial, one tutorial series that consisted of seven forty-five minute videos.
1: How the fuck would you do this?
0: because I wanted because I thought it would be fun and it was worth it honestly cuz I have gotten probably about 50 hours out of the game so far Oh my god Now that I understand how to play the damn thing and actually once you under like once you go through it and like once you've gotten it down one time it's actually not all that complicated it's just that there are so many different things you could be doing like you might play if you didn't have a tutorial you could play the game and not know half of like the things that you could be doing at any given time not to mention like how different things work and this and that, especially when it comes to setting up like your trade, uh, the way you trade with other nations and get money from that—that's pretty complicated. But I sat through it and I was like, "This is actually pretty good." And I've been having such a fun time playing this game. Like it's gotten a little bit out of hand. Um, so I play—I'm on my second playthrough. So one playthrough, the 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 cool thing about these games. Is that you don't, it's not like the civilization games where it's like a strategy game where you are out just just to win. There's not like a, there's not like a victory condition where it's like, oh, beat all the other players. Because there's like a hundred fucking other countries. You're probably, I mean, it's possible, but you're probably not going to conquer every single country in the world. Uh, it's more or less. Maybe
2: you're not going to.
0: Maybe. It's more or less like. You try to conquer as much as you can, or you can sort of role play it and just kind of play your country however you want to. It's just to kind of have fun with it and see which what you can do. Managing your diplomacy, your your income through uh, taxes or vassals or trade, or uh, you know taking taking over other countries, whether it's through military means or diplomatic means, uh, or colonizing, moving going down to Africa and colonizing places there discovering North America and South America and colonizing provinces over there, making them your colonies and having like them and, and taxing the shit out of them and stuff like that. I played as uh, the first time so one my first playthrough, I played as I started off as Castile, which eventually if you want you can turn you can turn into Spain through a series of events um, which I did. So to give you an idea that one playthrough, was about 40 or 50 hours because um, it ends, the game ends at like the year 1820 or something like that. Once you get there, then it's, it's, you basically get a game ending. You can keep playing if you want, but it but like it doesn't really do too much interesting after that. Um, and it's so much fun because like you go through all this stuff, and you have to make all these decisions and you get random events here and there. And like at one point my country kind of early on broke out into civil war and I finally got that quelled down and, and took control back of the country. And then France was an asshole to me the whole time. And but they were too big for me to do anything about, so I couldn't like attack them. And you got to like make alliances, so you have powerful allies, and then like other little countries make alliances, so you can't just easily take them over because they probably have powerful allies that are going to attack you if you try to take them over. Um, and then it, it was really cool because eventually in my game, France ceased to exist entirely they got taken over entirely by other countries and as they started getting taken over then I started going to war with them a little bit too to like chip away at them and take away some of their provinces to to make Spain a little bit bigger and then I started colonizing um, Africa and then I eventually started colonizing South America and North America and like it was funny to see just the way the game ended like compared to how things are in real life because it was at the end of the game North America was like ninety percent controlled by uh, Great Britain, and then the actual 50%. United States formed, and the United States consisted of Florida, and that was it. Uh, and, and so I'm playing this game, and again, it's like you're mostly kind of role playing and saying, "Oh, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to try to take over." Like, if you want to, you can go on like a, uh, um, like a religious conquest basically and take over like if, you, if you're a christian or like a catholic nation you can you can get bonuses for taking over muslim nations if you want to um that's not how i did it i ended up actually ally, uh, allying with some muslim nations to help me fight off this these other countries that were getting like really way too big but at one point so i was colonizing africa which is one thing you can do and it's fairly easy to do the natives there are you have to fight natives from time to time while you're doing that so you have to leave some troops there while you're doing it but you also get a lot of money. There's a lot of, like, good stuff to trade there. So anytime you take over a province, which is, like, one section of land, um, you're, the people who are doing it, your colony, like, during the colonization process, they, they figure out what the best um, product there is to generate that they can get the most trade money from, right? You follow me so far? Right. So, like, it might be wool or iron or whatever the best resource, or whatever the resource is there. Well, the the first province I took over in Africa, they're building the colony, they're building the colony, and then I get a message that pops up and says, oh, we found the best resource here. It's slaves.
1: Yep, there it is.
0: You can't manually change it. Luckily, like 20 years later, they realized that uh, Tropical Wood is more profitable than slaves in that particular part Gee, of Africa. Oh, yeah. that That's the best way to put it. <laughs> so, so they, so they, it. So they stopped trading slaves and started doing Tropical Wood instead. Anyway, near the end of the game, I kind of got uh, fucked because all my allies went to war. So I went to war with them because you lose a lot of prestige if you don't. And... Uh, And I ended up having to take like eight loans. So I had eight loans all at the same time, all accumulating interest. And then I had, while I was trying to pay those back, I was also stretched out from colonizing so much. So people started taking land back from me. So like I built a pretty large version of Spain, but then lost a shitload of it near the very end. But just the whole process of it, even, even though like I ended up losing a lot of my country, it was really fun playing through the whole thing from kind of like a role-playing perspective.
1: I respect that. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. How about you guys?
1: Blake, have you been doing anything?
0: Blake's asleep. <laughs> okay. oh, uh, good morning. What did I miss? Um...
1: <laughs> it's a classic game subcast. subcast.
0: Uh, what
2: have I been playing lately? I got an achievement for getting a 10-win streak without dying one time just today on Crypt of the Necrodancer. Damn. Holy Damn. shit. Uh, I thought that one would be really easy to get, and then I started trying to get it when the game officially launched about a year ago now. And uh, I'd get, like, three or four runs in. That's a mentally exhausting game. You thought it would be easy? Yeah, well, I, like, I'm like i pretty good at the game. I could oh, be, that's true. A, okay. I could jump on and win a run. Easy pretty for much every you. Time. Yeah, yeah. I thought it would be easy for me to get that achievement. Okay. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just jump on, finish that, no problem. And uh, then I actually tried, and it was like, holy crap. This this game takes it out of you pretty hard. So I would just get exhausted after that every time. <clears throat> And it wasn't until today I hopped on and I gave it a shot and I ended up getting twelve in a row. So I got the ten in the win, ten wins that's, in a row achievement. So that's I pretty awesome.
1: A- How yeah. many internet points do you get for that?
2: Um, okay. my dick is now seven hundred feet long. Holy wow. shit, that's good. Yeah, it's pretty great. So about half mine then. Then. What, what was Godzilla it? His face later.
0: <laughs> what was it? And what was it before you started?
2: Um, sixty
0: nine <laughs> feet. That's all. Just, just sixty nine. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't. Have to oh, go oh, right. No,
1: okay. Come on, Robert, keep up.
0: That's pretty impressive. Yeah, thanks. Tell so about the, proud of
1: it. the achievement or his penis.
0: Well, it goes
2: hand in hand. Yes.
1: Oh, hand in
0: hand, huh? Yeah.
2: Yeah, it does take at least two hands. Now. <laughs> you see
0: where I'm going to. <laughs> <sighs> Great. <laughs>
2: um, what else have I been doing? We're really milking this playing... joke, aren't we? yeah like yeah it uh, usually feels kind of good uh i've been playing i don't know since i got back i haven't really done much world of warcraft like i got burnt out on that really fast
1: wow you're the, the way... first person i've actually heard to say
0: that oh actually didn't. I, the are way you didn't
2: still playing, playing world
1: quest just yeah, bored absolutely. the shit out of me
0: i didn't i assume yeah, i didn't think either of you damn i keep doing that i didn't think either of you would still be playing um well I guess, right, I guess i guess i should have assumed because you're always playing it jay yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I quit playing on the vanilla server I was playing on due to just a bunch of shit that happened. And um, I, I purely plan, plan the new expansion for PvP, which has been uh, really, really fun so far. Rating is, is, you know, same old, same old. Um, yeah. Frustrating. People are bad. You know, etc. But PvP is just so much fun. And yeah, the PvP world is super
2: weird off. to me because you don't Gear, you don't have a gear set right. for PvP in the same fantastic. way that Which is fantastic. Yeah, it's you, great, but at the same time, it's like, what the fuck am I? This, uh, so I don't even need to keep all this versatility gear around. It, it was so weird coming to it's that. So great because
1: PV, people who PvP a lot don't care about grinding gear, maximizing stats, doing all that yeah. shit. They just want to PvP. Prestiging is fun; it entices you to keep going. And you can also get um, some pretty cool vanity stuff for, for continuing to PVP. And the, the talent system, the honor talents, are really fun. It adds another element to PVP that you know hasn't been done before. And yeah, it, it's been very fun so far. I am looking more forward to what Blizzard announces at BlizzCon next month. Um, I think there's a lot of stuff that's going to be announced, not just related to WoW, just kind of the direction that the company's going. We obviously saw there was a, a good amount of the original staff that left Blizzard in the last month or so. Um, I'm very, very curious to see what direction they take the company now. I think it's going to get better, which is kind of weird because a lot of people are freaking out you know, because the OG people are now gone. A lot of the people who wrote the original lore and story and stuff. So I'm
2: glad Metzen's gone.
1: I, I, yeah, a lot of people have been kind of saying the opposite, and I actually agree with you. I like him. I think you know, obviously he did some amazing, amazing stuff. I think it's time. I think it's time they they do something different. Yeah, I just
2: don't think he has any fresh ideas. Like, some of this stuff is okay, but it's like with him being around this long, he just has nothing interesting left to say in the Warcraft universe.
1: Yeah. And knowing knowing as much to do about the lore now, because I was talking about this a little earlier, uh, I think that they have one really good story arc for this expansion, and then they should have one more. And then after yeah, that, I heard that uh,
2: someone in my chat yesterday was telling me about the Chronicles book I think it is.
1: Yeah, the one that just came out recently?
2: Yeah, that explains yeah. like what Sargeras is doing and why he's not exactly a, a bad guy. pure bad guy. Yeah, and he's yeah. a bad guy to us because he's trying to fucking destroy our planet. And so my idea of what's going to happen is that we're gonna beat the shit out of him, and then he's yep, gonna be yep. like, "But you don't understand." And then the guys that he was trying to stop, the old gods, the void right? Lords. That's... No, no, the void the, lords. Void lords. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he so he's basically getting oh, in the way the of the void lords. lords. Yeah. Shut up, Robert. And we're gonna knock him off, and he's gonna be like, "But the void lords," and then we're yeah. gonna in the void lords. What's up, bitches? We're here! And then the next expansion will be we'll about...
1: Will be literally, open. wow, Void Lords. That, that's exactly my assumption as well. Just because, specifically, like, the Void Lords and the uh, and the Elemental Plane, like, those, those guys, those what I was talking about earlier, is they can't be killed unless they are in their territory. So, like, you know, yeah. Ragnaros, for instance, can't be killed unless you're in the Elemental Plane. So it's like, we not only will have to knock them back to their world, but we'll have to go there. And if Blizzard does a good job with the story and does a good job in the expansion... That visually, vagu- visually, will be unbelievably Vag- cool. <laughs> I that
2: said, "Vaginally."
1: Yeah, I would love to see what yeah, they if actually you can pull that with. off.
2: That'll be really cool. But and the old maybe, gods are
1: probably one of the coolest we'll characters that I've seen in a video game. Probably forever. I mean, Cthulhu, Yog Saren are so fucking cool. I mean, yogg Saren alone is nuts. Like the guy is just such a cool design, and his purpose is just to corrupt and just fuck with people, and just... Oh, Yogg-Saron is, is such a cool fucking character. The old gods in general are just so fucking cool. But, yeah, that that's kind of where I'm at right now. Just kind of over everything.
0: That's pretty much what I was going to say. Shut up, Robert. <laughs> um, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, I kind of
2: see the, the story going that direction.
1: <coughs> I'll bet money they're not going to announce anything for StarCraft next month. <coughs> just saying, just saying.
0: But what are they I don't, know, are I, I, supposed to be announcing dead. something?
1: I mean, their expansion's, what, a year old now?
0: Yeah, but StarCraft... Year and a half, I don't you know.
2: think any, I don't think we're going to see anything StarCraft. That's what I'm saying. For... i I'm no, being serious. No, no. I don't think we're going to see yeah.
1: anything StarCraft. I no, do, no, however, think we're going to see something WarCraft-related. Either a revamp of the original WarCraft series or an addition, add-on to it.
2: Hmm.
1: I, I'm pretty damn sure. But also, there's rumors of a Diablo two remake, which is like...
2: Yeah, I've been hearing awesome. those, and yeah, if that happens... Somebody was data mining oh, shit no. out of
1: them, too. And they've been yeah. finding a lot of really, really intricate information.
2: Interesting.
1: Yeah. Diablo 2 Remake, I think, would make more Nerds Orgasm than The Fappening. Is that a good reference? <laughs> yeah.
2: wow. That works, yeah. yeah. That yeah.
0: works. Yeah.
1: So, that's what, that's what I'm saying. I'm excited to see. Blizzard has a prime opportunity to regain control of the market, I think. And they don't choke dick. They can easily <clears throat> do it. Have- I feel
2: like Blizzard has been in... Their- they're reclaiming their right. Uh, their throne is like one of the best games. Game Overwatch. I mean, Overwatch
1: year. has been such positive, high fucking regards right now. Very, very, very positively
2: received. Uh, aside from how the rough uh, competitive season one was,
1: which, which is to be expected. be expected. I mean, yeah, they are experienced with you know yeah. sports and all that jazz. But I will say this: I've been watching the wild WoW tournament, and I have been, for the most part, impressed with the quality of it. There have been some issues with the production value in because they did one in Korea. They did one in China, they did one in Europe, and they did one in NA. Um, the one in Europe was really rough. The NA one has been really good so far. Um, and the overall balancing and, and uh, the spectator aspect of it, because that, that to me that has been the biggest issue with uh, WoW as an eSport is the, the spectator aspect of it, greatly improved. It's much easier to understand what's going mm. on, especially for people who don't have a high understanding of the game. They, they mimicked the style of League. Um, if you've ever seen the League UI for, for their uh, tournaments and stuff, and it's pretty fucking clean so far.
2: Yeah, I could see that working pretty well.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy to see that they're taking it seriously, finally. I'm not...
2: <laughs> yeah, it only took them, what, nine years? Ten
1: years, yeah. The original <laughs> WoW tournament was the most disappointing thing since... I don't know, what do we got? Uh,
2: Since Vanilla WoW. Hey! Uh,
1: whoa, whoa, you better watch your fucking mouth. Fuck Vanilla WoW. Fuck yourself.
2: Fuck, I, my dick's long enough. I mean, it, we just established it's 700 feet, so...
1: That is true. Vanilla WoW being bad,
2: you know, fuck yourself. Vanilla WoW sucked.
1: No, you suck. If you said if you said Warlords of Draenor a Mop, I would agree that with you.
2: Well, I didn't play those ones that because those were shit, probably. So
1: they were absolute dog shit. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, what else have I been playing? I, I did a little bit of Final Fantasy 14 last night. Finally, progressed.
1: 14 is through a little
2: the... bit more MMO. MMO. Yeah. Okay. Um, I progressed through a little bit more of the quest line that I need to do so that I can get your... do more current content.
1: Do you have your what's your legendary weapon? Or whatever the fuck it's called. Your uh, for weapon?
2: monks, uh, I think the level fifty one. I don't know if it can t- if you like still want to get it nowadays. But mm-hmm. it was these Sphire.
1: What what are they called? They like artifacts or something. What are they? What I think they
2: they're actually? artifacts. Yeah. Okay.
1: Th- that, those something. quest lines were really cool. I played a healer and I got um, fuck, I don't even remember now. But it was a really cool quest chain.
2: Hmm, yeah, I really enjoyed doing it. <clears throat> I don't know if you have to do it now because those were the level fifty weapons. So I don't know if you like do that to get it, and then at sixty you upgrade it again, or if at sixty there's something else entirely. I'm not sure. I, for now, I just want to get up to sixty so I can you know actually enjoy the damn game.
1: I- I'm glad that game is as good as it is. I mean, they yeah. they launched a turd and they said, "Sorry guys, launched a turd. Here's a refund. We're going to revamp it." They revamped it. It was. Much better. I I enjoyed it yeah. a lot.
2: Realm yeah, Reborn a really is a very fun. good game, and they've that's done fun. almost nothing but improvements since then.
1: Yeah, I think that was a really really cool thing that they did. Um, trying to, is which is very very shows? rare for to do stuff like that. Oh, Dude, I guess
2: um, what about. I wanted to talk about some of the games I saw at uh TwitchCon. At TwitchCon, yeah. Uh, so, I talked about Y2K earlier. Happy Dungeons. I didn't really get to look at it too much. It seems okay. There's this one game called Just Beats and Shapes, which is a game that uh, the stage is the length of a song, and it's a huh. survival game. And so you're like flying around as a little square, and every time, like, there are explosions and enemies are attacking you in time with the music. It's a really cool design. The music is very good from what I've heard so far. Seems pretty cool. Uh, Rivals of ether it's like a little uh, Smash Brothers fighting game with uh, you play as like animals with that shoot fireballs and shit like that. It's kind of cool. Streets of Rogue is sort of, it's a weird one. It's a goofy, modern-ish roguelike that's free to download at StreetsOfRogue.com. You can play as like a cop, as a wrestler, all these different kind of classes. It's kind of cool. Uh, there's Sundered, which is like a 2D action platformer. Nice Art was an okay game. Uh, Enter the Gungeon DLC. Viking Squad, one of the games that I've been looking forward to for quite some time now. This is a beat-em-up game, much like Streets of Rage and so on, where instead of having a fully uh, like 3D kind of environment where you just walk up and down, what they've done is instead of walking up and down, there are separate lanes. And there are... Th- uh, four different lanes there are three or four different lanes and what happens is once you jump into a lane you walk left and right and then you can just swap lanes at any time like an enemy will throw a bomb down in lane number two so the bomb's going to blow up and uh, put a trail of fire across the entirety of lane two for a few seconds so you want to get the hell out of lane two and so you jump down to lane one and you start beating up guys down there instead and then once the fire has gone from lane two you jump back up there and you keep fighting again I really like this aspect. I haven't gotten a chance to play it yet, but it sounds amazing. I love the idea because one of the bigger problems that a lot of the beat-em-ups have is that you'll be like a pixel above the enemy and you'll be swinging at him and you'll have no idea why your fist is going through the guy's head and why he swings a chain and connects with you and knocks you over. The idea of the lanes in a beat-em-up setting, very, very good idea. Uh, Nidhog 2. My only hope for this game is that the online component for it isn't complete shit like Nidhogg
0: Oh, man. Uh,
2: I never played Nidhogg 1 myself, but the reason I didn't Is that the
1: fencing that game? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Me and Robert played together. Yeah, the online component was dog shit. Whoever was hosting yep. <laughs> would not lag, and the other person would lag horribly. Yep, and it was just exactly. complete fucking garbanzo beans. Yeah.
2: So as long as Nidhogg 2 fixes that, uh, that'll be a really cool game. That's all they need to do. They've also introduced some other stuff. The art design of the game, your characters look very weird. You're not they always yeah. games anymore. No, no, no. They oh. look
0: weird in a different way.
2: <laughs> no, they're fucking weird. You should go look it up, Jay. Jay, it's ugh, like disgusting. I and I
1: played this game one night and we Using were things. dying laughing when we were fucking playing it.
2: Yep. It's a really cool game with uh, one of the worst online components I've ever seen. Um, and then Armello, which is based on the board game Armello, which is pretty cool. If you like board games, it's a transition straight over to that. Pretty nice. <laughs> uh,
0: what else? There, there was some Armello, other ones sitting wait, around there. There wait, was a
2: masquerade, which wait, wait, wait. is like
0: <laughs> Armello but, is already that. That game is already out.
2: Yeah, that one's out, but it had a booth there. I they might be having like some DLC.
0: Oh, uh, oh, I think I think they are. Okay, I think you're right. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, ukulele was there. Oh, really? It, it was playable. Yeah, A few people played it. I mean, it's ukulele. I know. Put it this way, people that have played and loved. The uh, the Banjo Kazooie, cl- those collect games, all that stuff, they loved the way the ukulele played. Awesome.
1: What is it? Uh, is what is it, is it supposed to be something of a well, yeah, it's supposed to
2: essentially be the spiritual successor okay. to like Banjo Kazooie. I think
1: we talked about that a while ago, okay, a little
2: bit, yeah. They have uh, Grant Kirkhope doing the music, who did the and he's the guy that did the music for Donkey Kong 64, Banjo Kazooie, etc. So it's Ooh. it's uh, total Rebirth of that series is the idea. Um, oh, Shardbound. You might be interested in this one, Jay. Okay. It is a tactical hearthstone.
1: Whoa. What?
2: <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> so there is a grid where you place and move your cards, much like, uh, very similar to Final Fantasy Tactics, except it's a hexagonal grid. So it's okay. like, which is a game that you haven't played, I don't think. No. And uh, so it's a hexagonal grid. You put your cards down. You get to move them around. It's also got Twitch chat integration, which won't be anything for you, but streamers can have their chat like complete quests and then lend them their army or something like that. Some weird stuff going on there. Uh, Shardbound, go check that one out. I think you will be very interested. Uh, what were some of the other ones? Shadow Warrior Two. If I I really want to play Shadow Warrior One, but I haven't had the opportunity. Shadow Warrior 2, though, looks uh, very good. I mean, it's an FPS where you've got crazy over-the-top weapons and you have special abilities like force push sort of shit. Crazy stuff like that. Uh, Fuck, trying to remember some of the others. Uh, Masquerade, which is uh, like Dragon Age Origins and some of the older CRPGs. Top-down, You've got a couple abilities that you can use. Story seems like it might be kind of okay. The art was sort of cool and stylized. Oh, there's a few others that were around that air that I'm trying to recall. Nothing too major, though. Uh, there was a lot of great stuff there. That's <clears> about <throat> as much current gaming stuff as I've been into the last couple weeks.
0: Seems like plenty. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. You pull the rubber right there.
2: <laughs> hey, Dang. he talked for even longer, all right? Oh, no, no,
1: I was a good lady. Did did I sound
2: annoyed? Yeah. A little bit? Well, no, but yeah, uh Twitch that's one of the things that TwitchCon did do very well this year. The indie booth, which is where all of these games were around. There was this one corner where there was all of these indie games over there, except for Shardbound, which was often a different section because of the Twitch Twitch integration. But this one corner had so many amazing looking games. I was very, very, very pleased with that. That's cool. Yeah.
0: Well, I guess that's a wrap. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Don't forget to send us an email if you'd like to at mail at classic Jay, what's our Twitter? Blake.
1: <laughs> Saber, come over here.
0: That's my cat. We,
2: we all Class Games Cast. Thank you.
0: Exactly. Yeah. At Class Games Cast. Check out our website. Jay, what's our email address? <laughs> Robert. Mail at classicgamingpodcast.com, like I just said. And our website is classicgamingpodcast.com. Leave us sick-ass Steam reviews. Steam? Steam. Oh, did I say Steam? <laughs> Steam? Steam. How's that? Leave us some sick-ass iTunes reviews. <laughs> And I guess that's about it. Cool. Thanks Great everybody. Job. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank you for the for everybody who wrote in and we will see you guys in 2 weeks.
1: GG boys.